thank you for joining us for Riding Through the Ages, a revolving journey through the airs of Common Rider. I am Eric. And I'm Eugene. And today we'll be watching Common Rider, X Common Rider, Double and Decade, Movie War 2010. <laughs> it is it aired December twelfth. So uh the written directed by is interesting because it's actually like three stories. Okay. It's a double story, a decade story, and then the movie Both. war story, which is the two of them together. So literally the, the double story happens and then it ends on like a cliffhanger. The decade story it ends on a cliffhanger and then the third part comes together then together. Okay. Um so uh, I'm saying that because the parts were written by different people. Okay. So Shoujo uh Yone Mura wrote the decade and the movie war port part oh, of it. Okay. And Riku Sanjo wrote the double part of it because he's like a bigger into the double portion because this has a lot of um, ramifications for the whole double. Okay. Um, and it, it was directed by Ryuta Sakai. And so uh, the the double part, it's called Begins Night. Okay. So this is like a prequel? Uh, it's not like a prequel, but they talk about it. Okay. This is when the it's explained. Okay. And then Decade Final Chapter. And then uh, Movie War 2010, which is the two of them together. Okay. I think there was one Movie War before this. I think. Maybe. But uh, still. It was it was hard because, like, there was, th I think, three Deno movies before this. Mm. So I don't. So, yeah, the last crossover movie was Cho Kamen Rider Deno and Decade Neo Generations, the Onagashi Warship. <laughs> <laughs> which had, was Deno and Decade. And which was the show before Kiva. <laughs> I mean, they're still making Deno movies. Like, like there's one going to be released next year. Is he even that popular? Or Yeah, he's a big train thing. He's not in all of them. Like, uh, Cho uh, Deno is not the same actor. Mm. Um, but the guy who is the live-action uh, in Ronnie Kenshin, oh. the live-action Kenshin, he was Deno. Okay. And that's, that's and they what, haven't got him back. I'm assuming. No, uh, well, he's he's done some things here and there. Uh, but yeah, he's like a big star. Um, but they're still doing Deno stuff. Mm. Deno is the interesting one of like who is the actual writer. Oh. Way more than decade because Deno literally gets possessed by spirits, and they are the different forms of Deno. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So and, like the actor acts like different people when he's possessed. Yeah, so it's like that one. It's not like double where they're both the writer. Yeah, so and it's both not the writer. So like the the. Yeah. Sword form is a different person. Axe form is a different person. Gun form is a different person. <laughs> and so it's like, it's it's interesting. That's the one you have to like look at. It. You're like, oh, hmm. this is way deeper than I <laughs> Yeah. Is Momotaru? Because Momotaru is one of the uh, spirits. It's like, is he the true Deno Rider? I don't <laughs> Who's the original? <laughs> uh, or do we actually get to see his original person? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, like, like uh, so it's uh, the Imogen is what they're called. They're like suits. Okay. But they have, like, semi-famous voice actors behind them. Mm. So, anyways, Dano's not in this movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, about Double, though. Okay, so we, we've talked about this before, and so this movie is canon. Yes. Now, are all Double movies canon? Yes. Okay. okay so. I, think, I think all, yeah, even, uh, I think there's only, like, one time where Dano, Decade, other than, the like, the giant mishmash crazy ones where every common Rider appears. Yeah, I was thinking that maybe even the Super Sentai crossovers, if there was one, would probably not be canon. Or is they're, it? They're weird. Yeah. Um, like, are we going to have to watch that one because it's canon? I don't know. Uh, I mean, we'll watch the, 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 when they get to the, so uh, this is, like, kind of the start of the movie Tyson movies, uh, the, the movie War movies, mm. and they go into, uh, going into the, um, 
they they start going into like including Super Sentai and even Gavon Base Sheriff stuff. Just random. Yeah, other to, uh, other Tokusatsu. Okay. Um, and then the common writer crossover movies become uh, get turned into the generation movies. Okay. Like we watch uh, first generation. Yeah. So those are those become like the generation movies are the crossover movies. The Taisan movies are just everything. Okay. Everything they can throw in. And then so they I kind of standalone movies. So I kind of got spoiled with Zero One being an actual generation yes. movie, and this one being because like these for a while there they are like a uh, a story for each of the writers, and then the two of them together. But like the generation movies are more they're all in a story together. Mm-hmm. So that's like the difference. Okay. Um. So eventually they start becoming like Common Rider X Common Rider featuring Super Sentai, mm. and then uh and Space Sheriff Gavin and. Whatever they feel like throwing in, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, um, Izumara, I think that's called. Um, just they'll just grab whatever something was back in the seventies when they were doing all these crazy. Like I showed you the the Toei uh, YouTube channel, which is just a bunch uh-huh. of like seventies, like tons of just crazy seventies, oh, yeah. like, all kinds of weird stuff. And Toei owns the rights to all those shows, so they can just bring back those characters whenever they feel like. <laughs> And they try just doing updated ones and seeing what sticks, and then they'll make a movie or two or something like yeah, that. Yeah, if somebody was like, oh, that's a very interesting character. Who is that? And then they're like, oh, <laughs> we're making a series. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this this uh, takes place in continuity right after the Q. Okay. And before the F. Okay. And if you watched F before you watched this. You'd be lost. You'd be spoiled. Oh. You spoiled. wouldn't be lost. Okay. That's there would be some spoiling spoilers going on. Um, you're going to watch the decade thing and you'll have no idea what's going on. Yeah, no. Same thing with the last one with, uh... Oh, it's, uh, with, uh, Zio? Uh, yeah, Zio. This is, this is so much work. <laughs> See, I thought Zio was crazy because with all the random, uh, figurines, like, all over his, th- and, like, the suit was just wild. I'm sitting here like, what am I looking at? I don't oh, even man, know what I'm looking you, at. You, A collector's you, case? Um... People who've seen the entirety of Decade are, don't lo- know. are lost in this show- story. It's like the Neon Genesis for Common Rider. Oh, it's sort of like <laughs> everyone has their own opinion on what the it's, ending it's, means. It's maybe it's still going on. It's <laughs> kind of still going on, actually. Um, the uh, so the ending of Decade kind of just ended, mm. and then this is like almost like a time jump, not mm. like a real time jump, but it's like several months late. It's supposed to be the final chapter, and you'll see things here. It's just like makes no sense and. <laughs> Like I said, even the people who've seen the entirety of Decade, it makes no sense. This was back when shows didn't have to make sense. Right. Um, and which is, like, completely different from uh, Double, which, like, um, we're going to put all of our store- movies into continuity. Right. <laughs> this also has, like, an end credits. And we're still not sure if Zero One's in continuity. Uh, it's a movie. It could. Maybe it's not. Maybe it is. Yeah. I mean, we'll have to finish it. The great thing about Decade, because he travels through dimensions, and when he travels through dimensions, he brings everybody in his cast with him, um, and they're, like, forced into reality. Whenever Decade appears, it could be like, maybe it's continuity. Who knows? He's yeah. just an alternate version, because, like... Whose continuity is it now? <laughs> okay, so I will tell you something. It's not kind of a spoilery, but it, like, it will help you out. It will, like, help you out from being kind of confused. Okay. So, Decade's secondary writer is Kuga. Okay. <laughs> his secondary writer is Kuga in his show. And then there is a secondary writer who is, like, his rival, D. End. Okay. So, <laughs> but it's not the same Kuga. Different Kuga. It's, it's, it's an A.W. Kuga, alternate world Kuga, or A.R. Is it A.R.? I think that I think they go with AR alternate reality. Yeah, I think it's alternate reality or alternate world. It's one of the two. Um, Difference between R Kuga and A Kuga. Uh, 
AR, it's the AR, alternate reality world version. It is Yusuke Onodira. He's still called Yusuke. Um, and he's basically, so there's different versions of characters in the world. Okay. So when you see him, you'd be like, that's Yusuke? It's, it's a different actor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, even the story of it was different. It was different world kind of so it's similar. Not really, it's not going to spoil Kuga for me, right? No. Okay. Um, he, you'll even see like his final form, but his final, the AR uh, final form of Kuga uh, is a different final form. Than okay. So it's like Kuga spiced secondary, right? Yeah. It's like not really Kuga, but it's like got some Kuga uh, trimmings and kind of like if Kuga uh, inspired, um, kind of like uh, Kingdom Come Superman or something. Mm, okay. It's like an alternate version. Yeah. And you could, and you get hints of the original, but it's different. Yeah. Just So just take it as its own thing and. Enjoy the ride. Yeah. So just so you know, when you see him transformed to like Kuga, you're like, what the? Yeah. Huh? What? Okay. No. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> so the big deal is that um, Decade has the powers of other writers. Okay. Um, and D End is able to summon movie writers, like out of continuity kind of writers. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> and okay. it's and they, their powers are all card based and stuff. Okay. Yeah. That now it's gotten weirder. The yeah. plot thickens. <laughs> and you get to see Sukasa, who's the writer, who's Decade, and is. Like, in spite of a crazy weird show and all this thing, he's still, like, one of the better, like, actors <laughs> is of a writer. And he's still, uh, kind of a cool writer. It's just, like, kind of a, I don't know, you'll see. I'll see. <laughs> yeah, it's, hard, it's hard to think of. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's AR writers, not to be confused with another writer writers mm-hmm. from ZO. Right. Because there was another writer writer decade. Not another writer. <laughs> it's almost as bad as the zero one and zero yeah, zero where one, the, yeah, another zero. You think that you're one. saying something else, but you're really you're not just saying another. Yeah, because the first time you kept saying that another something, I was like, uh, no, he's clearly the bad guy zero one. He's uh, like, he's, no, 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 I'm saying he's another zero yeah, one. Yeah, the word quote, is another quote another zero one end quote. Yeah. Oh well, it's really hard <laughs> because there is an actual writer in Agito called. Another Agito. So another, another Agito. <laughs> there wasn't another, another Agito. There's another, Ag- there's common Rider, another Agito, and then another Agito. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> sometimes they don't care. No, they don't care about us English people trying to figure stuff out. And it don't make some. You totally, it's totally perfect in your head when you're not saying it out loud and you're watching it. You're yeah. like, oh yeah, that's another Agito. Oh, that's another Agito. Yeah, like, yeah whatever. That's when you start to say <laughs> <laughs> when you start saying it out, out loud. Um, yeah, so it's to keep them separate. It's a common writer, another Agito, mm-hmm. and then there is another Agito. Right. <laughs> so I guess uh, before we go watch this, I just want to remind everybody that we're not going to go 100% scene by scene, or else we're going to be here for three hours. Yes. So just like the last time that we did a movie, whether you watch it or not, it's going to be kind of flexible. Kind of, we're just going to yeah, start prob- spouting off. Well, this one's going to be a bit it. easier because it's also broken up in three chunks. Yeah. So we can do the basic overall plot and then we'll talk about specifics if we feel like we want to, but you know. And this will also be the only regular episode we'll release this week. Yeah. Because it's probably be a long one. It's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because would you say the movie was like an hour and 40 minutes or something like that? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot going on here (laughs) without even explaining another another's. Yeah. (laughs) So it's going to be two hours of that and then at least an hour recording. Oh, it's going to be longer. Probably longer. (laughs) So that's our whole day. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, that will be the only regular episode this week. Okay. And we are going to go watch it. Let's go do it. Cyclone Joker! (laughs) Henshin! Okay. And we are back. <laughs> you know, this being the second time that I've watched an anniversary movie crossover with the current writer, I'm going to maintain my position. There's, It just looks really, really busy. 
Oh yeah, there's just uh, so much going on that I mean, it, not not so much going on in the way that Zero One has a lot going on in an episode. I just mean it's like suddenly it's a Super Sentai movie with like twenty things. Like here's like four different giant mechs and twelve different yeah, writers. There's, there's a lot of fan service because it's like I know everything that's on the screen. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> so I feel like it, it'll be more impactful ten years from now after mm-hmm. we've caught up, I guess, or I've caught up with everything that's happened. You, you get to watch the decade, the final decade story again. You're like. Yeah, I feel like that's my heart. Honestly, yeah. Once we get to that point, I kind of want to rewatch these movies so that way I can get the whole picture as far as their side of the thing. You yeah, know. you're watching the the decade part. You're like, this should probably be really impactful. Yeah, no, <laughs> but the whole time I'm just like, this is just seems like a bunch of nonsense. Kind of like it would make more sense if I knew like even one of the characters. <laughs> yeah. Something to hold on to, but not knowing anything is it? Was it like still cool? You know, it, it was. Um, it was still a good movie, like altogether. The decade part, like it was very con- confusing with going in not knowing anything, but um, I could see the interesting dynamic because it was like the main, the main good guy was actually the bad guy for the entire decade part until the very, very end, and then it's like boom, super shocker. <laughs> <laughs> So how do you want to break it up? Do you want to do it in the order of the show or do you want to do it in like decade part? Because you have have like and you probably have more to say about the double part. I have a lot more to say about the double part. Yeah, the the decade part is going to be mostly listening and asking questions. But okay, um, so I think even though that's not the order they are in the movie, I think we'll do the decade part first. The thing is that they have absolutely nothing to do with each other. um, And arguably they have nothing to do with each other even once their stories combine so yeah. yeah i don't see any problem with starting with whoever yeah so i think we'll start with decade because you'll probably have more to compete with like not compete but uh contribute for the double part uh-huh. so yeah so the decade part like i said it's kind of like there's a miss almost a missing chapter yeah uh, from the end of decade to I don't remember exactly how the decade ended. Yeah. It's been a long time since I watched decade. Somebody from being coming from somebody who's never seen decade, I'm getting the idea when I start, I was watching this that um there was supposed to be information that needed to be filled in later as you're going along. Yeah. Because it's like suddenly It starts off with the main hero killing another rider. <laughs> killing three other riders. Yeah. He kills Skyrider, uh Super One and uh Kabuto. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, pretty uh, pretty brutally. It's like they're trying to defend themselves. They're like, I don't see him. I don't see him. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like a horror movie. Yeah, he's like the he's the monster. Yeah, what happens if the ultimate rider takes out all these other riders? Yeah, that's the other cool thing. You get to see that he's a rider like at the top of his game. Yeah, and he's got like all these powers because when he met other when he meets other riders. Uh, they don't really show it that much in this one, but he's literally able to turn into those other riders. Yeah. It, it, um. They don't think they did it here because they didn't want to confuse anybody. Yeah. Uh, and so he turns into those other riders. Whenever he turns into the other riders, he still has the decade belt. Yeah. It, the what the thing is, um, but he has all their powers. Yeah. It was like you have no chance. It's not that they're not strong. It's just that even when they gang up on him, yeah. Like that was the most wild. I like I was confused, and then I realized how OP you are. That you can just be like, I'm going to force you to help me now. And oh yeah, when you turned choice. Blade into a sword and killed. The, uh, yeah, in one g- quick movement, they were they both had him surrounded, and he's like, okay, well, I'm gonna transform you into a blade, and then as you're transforming, slice this guy with your super attack, and then he he turned Blade into a blade and killed Ryuki. And then just did his finishing kick, which I love Decade's final attack. And then also <laughs> it, it was, and like I said, very horror movie-ish because the whole time that he's about to die, Blade's like, no, wait. Yeah. Uh, whatever his name is for Decade. Tsukasa. Yeah, no, Tsukasa, listen. <laughs> so, these, so what makes Story this even betrayal. more intense 
is that these are the AR versions of these characters. So during the decade show, he traveled to each one of their worlds and helped them. Yeah, they're like buddies. Yeah, yeah he's, he's like injustice he, gods among us. So he's taking them all out. And then there's also Tackle, which is like uh, anybody who's seen Tackle like, knows that Tackle died at the end of her show. Uh, she was she was kind of the secondary. She wasn't the secondary writer officially. She was the secondary hero of what show? Stronger, stronger. Okay, because her her outfit looked like one of the um splash pages, like poster art for what well, you know when we're flipping through the seasons. Yeah, I could have swore I saw something like that in the background. Yeah, she was uh so like it wasn't she had an older version of it because they like updated the suit, but um she was the secondary hero and stronger. Okay, gotcha. And she was never considered a common writer. Oh. And now, and like in uh, various things, they feel, I think I've said about this, but in Spirits, the reason why they uh, stronger refused to acknowledge her as a common writer, because even Rider Man was acknowledged as a, as a common writer uh, when he like blew up and then was fine. But, um, and he only had like a cyborg arm. Uh huh. And he didn't even have a full face mask. But Rider Man was acknowledged as a writer, but uh, Tackle wasn't. And how they wrote it into the Spirits manga was that because they're all the Showa writers, uh-huh. to be a human, uh, to be a common writer is to no longer be human. And they, because uh, okay. they're all cyborgs. Gotcha. So she's human. So well, like she, she was a cyborg. But in their minds, being a common writer means you're no longer human, and he refused to take that away from her even in oh, death. Okay, so he, so he basically, that's a roundabout way of saying that she is a common writer, but I'm not going to acknowledge it because that takes from her her humanity. Yeah. Okay. She, so in the spirit smogger, it kind of, it's, it's still tipping a hat at the fact that she is a common writer, though? Yeah, like, she's a common writer in everything uh, but name because they don't want to take that away from her memory of her, of her being just basically a killing machine. It's a very solid... Uh, way of doing it but oh so for those that have absolutely no idea what we're talking about who he's bringing up is okay so we've got the guy from decade going around killing all these people and then some lady shows up in a ladybug outfit takes out some goons and now she's just basically attached to his hip like you're so yeah. cool let me follow you around and he's like sure why don't you just <laughs> no he he's actually, actually no he says i don't want you to follow me he's around. like no, why are you right. following me around she's like is it is it isn't you being cool recent enough and she's like <laughs> he's like no yeah, so for me, again, yeah, thank you for all that context, by the way, because I had absolutely no idea what the heck was going on. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, that makes more sense anyway. Uh, I, I guess her subplot in the story, or for this movie, is that she died, he felt bad about it, somehow resurrected her with photos and a photo book, because no, that's she's, relevant. she's dead, but she had nowhere to belong. Yeah, no, that's my point. She's dead, but she's there. She had, and uh, Sukasa uh, remembered her, he, and he so can the, remember things. So, so like, well, like, well, he can because that's how he is. He's so overpowered. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> the basic idea, what ter- what turns out to the whole storyline of Decade, which is actually pretty cool, is that the idea was is that it's kind of it's kind of meta <laughs> in the fact that um, it turns out that people would forget the old writer stories. Okay. And if you for you forgot them, they cease to exist. Okay. Because they exist in these other worlds. And like the thing is is when Sugasa fought them, he reminded everybody of these old writers. Yeah. So And when he destroyed them, he was able to the whole th- there's a whole thing in the decade about like the fact that the AR versions, when they're finally destroyed, the actual versions that we know get formed and are born and become the stories. So they're saying the another world versions or the another reality versions are the real versions, and or like the, the, the proto versions, and the the ones that we've like seen shows of are like the evolved versions of these stories. Okay, and, or it's the other way around, whichever way. Yeah, yeah. 
So it's like well, this, I guess if you're bending reality, it's all the same, isn't it? Like yes, they, so they exist it, at the same time, but they don't. And like at the end of the move, at the end of the show, it's like he's. What's really cool is like the he's he's one of the few characters at the end of the show. It's just like we're just gonna keep going on forever. We're just gonna keep traveling. And so, uh, decade does appear in other shows like all the time, and um, he's more powerful every time he arrives. Yeah, because okay. <laughs> he can literally just trap, like he can just travel between universes whenever he feels like it. yeah and they were what were they calling him uh decade destroyer of worlds yes the destroyer of worlds that was his title that was given to him and that's like he destroys worlds so they can be reformed into like different stories yeah but see this is my first introduction to the character and um like i was saying there's no context because they want you to watch this whole thing and it'll make yeah. sense by the end of it right yeah so it starts off and the only thing i see of him is this guy with this uh like i guess a yakuza haircut going around killing riders and then his friends that are remembering him are like, here are, the, here are these weird, creepy photos that he took of other people. So, And then his buddy's like, it's not even his buddy. It's like, the I guess the antagonist writer is like, yeah, he never really could. He, he never really knew people or know how to talk to them or something like that. <laughs> so <laughs> like what it is, is Tsukasa is um, an amnesiac char- character at the start of the show. Okay. And he's he like he lives he lives with these like photographer studio place and he takes pictures of people and they are always horrible. Okay. They're out of focus. They're blurry. They're double all over the place. And what it is is that he uh, he's what it turns out to be is that he can't take photos. His photos don't turn out because he's not from that world. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, because without context, it's just a serial killer that's taking these <laughs> yeah, so, creepy warped images. So that's one of the of things the people he's, he's, trying to find, he's trying to find his world. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to find his world and who he is. And at one point in the show, they like actually reveal who he is, and then they kind of like push that aside and keep going. Yeah. But the the idea is that like for Sukasa, the journey is his is his world. Yeah, I, I picked up that once they got the once the real Sukasa came back, it all made sense. So but this before is, then, I was like, this guy's this on the spectrum, and he's just murdering people. For yeah, the so sake he, of it. so he's murdering everybody so that they can be remembered and reborn. Yes, yeah, but the thing is, whenever asked, he's just like, "Don't worry about it. I'm just doing what I do." Because he's trying to burden the whole blame himself. He's trying to take the whole thing of himself. Yeah, it's just it's the you know one of those uh, convenient things where you know you're just not going to explain to your friends. Well, he also makes it like they'll just say, uh, "Can you just not kill people?" Yeah, how's about not kill people? <laughs> and he's just like, "No, I need to kill everybody. I have to kill everybody so that way everyone is reborn." <laughs> Yeah, nobody would believe that. So he's just like, you know what? Forget it. I'll just do it myself. <laughs> it so, so the funny weird. thing is, like, so he does die. He actually lets Natsumi kill him. So, yeah, well, yeah, but well, because before that, he gets attacked by uh, Mark Down Kuga. Yeah, <laughs> Bargain Bin Kuga. Yeah. Um, in his ultimate form, and or no, before that, it was like a giant foot lands, and I'm like, a giant foot. What the heck? And I guess Common Rider J. Common Rider J is a giant, and now is. That an actual common writer or a movie writer? That's a standalone movie. Okay, so we'll watch that movie eventually. Yes, yeah, so standalone standalone movies are like their own thing, but they're still considered all the movies. Stand, the standalone movies are considered, even though they came out in Heisei, they're considered Showa. Okay, because okay, yeah, because it's not. It was before the reboot. Before the reboot. Before okay. Kuga. So, uh, Zio. Z O, not Z O. <laughs> yeah, because when he was telling me about Z O, <laughs> I was like, didn't that come out after? I could have swore that was ten years. No, that's Z I dash O, not Z O capital letters. I was thinking, man, this. I was going to give this movie so much props for having. They had already planned ten years from now who the next anniversary <laughs> writer was yeah, yeah. and who the main villain's going to be. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude. <laughs> no, so there's uh J Z O and uh, there's one more. Z no, no Z cross is something else. 
Shin. Shin. Yeah. Shin. So Shin, Zio, and Jay okay. were like three movies that came out in the uh, in the nineties, uh, but they're considered they were not part of the reboot, so they're considered part of Showa. Um, but yeah, Jay was like a giant. He turned into a giant when he transformed. Right. Trying to cash into that Ultraman action. And uh, there was one thing I wrote down here. It was very interesting because when when uh, the the Kuga um, AR, you know, when yeah, when the AR generic Kuga <laughs> decides to attack Decade, he says something. Right before when he was talking to whoever the lady is. I don't know what her name Natsumi. is. Natsumi. Yeah, Natsumi. He says that I'll just become the devil. And this is not too long after Philip reminds Shotaru that you said that you would ride with a devil. And I'm wondering <laughs> if they added that. No, it's the whole thing about the fact that, like, uh, um, Kug- the way, like, A.R. Kuga's powers work is pretty much they're just as strong as he needs them to be. Okay. But he has to, like, sacrifice to do it. Okay. A little bit how, like, Kuga is doing in the show. Okay, yeah, 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 because he's becoming, he's saying parts of him are changing and stuff. Okay, yeah, that makes just, sense. They just take it to the, up to the next level where he turns into the ultimate Kuga. Yeah, I just thought that, I was wondering if that was, like, a callback or something, because it was, like, so specific for, like, they were both talking about no, the it's devil, just, uh, right? It's, it's, devil. it's a, um... Uh, it's actually like a, a Japanese phrase. Okay. Like to beat the devil, you you will become the devil and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah, and Natsumi transforms into Kamenari uh, Kivara, which is this is uh, one of, I think I think this is the only time Kivara ever appeared. Uh, yeah. So movie writer Kivala, movie, m- movie writer. I mean, who are our movie writers? Is we got Kivala, we've got Skull. I'm sure pure Cyclone and pure Joker. Yeah, they're movie forms. And then... There's movie forms and movie, movie writers. writers. Right, but I mean, in the same way that we rated them all the same when we watched the last movie. But I think that's it, right? Just those four, they're specific to the movie? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, Kivala is like a female version of Kiva, hmm. and she uses Kivala to transform. Which is pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, it is... A, it, so part of me like wishes she would have been in the show more. I can see that, yeah. But also part of me realizes that like this is like the ultimate level where like she turns into a common rider to beat Tsukasa. Right. So yeah, and okay, spoiler alert. <laughs> That's how it ends. Yeah. That's what you were saying before I had to interrupt and Yeah, ask where more he questions. he like he's like fighting her a little bit and then she goes to like do a funny move and he just drops his sword yeah, down. Yeah, cuz this is right after he destroys an uh, AR Kuga. Yeah, so he's so he's, he's got all of them Got all of them, all of the writers beat. Got a whole deck of cards in his hand. So he's beaten every writer from before him. Right. So he hasn't beaten D End or Kivala because they're like contemporaries of his in the same show. Right. But he's beaten all this, all of them from before. And so he's basically like, I've done it. And so he let her kill him because he just didn't want to do it. I almost, uh, I think he had the whole thing planned. Anyways. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so he let her do it, and he's like, he's happy that she, that he, that she did it. So that, uh, like, she ended it. Um, and then a whole thing, like, uh, uh, basically, it, the weird sort of, we just got to remember them back to life thing, and they were, they were all holding the same picture of him, as, and they remember well, before him that, back they, to life. All, all the other writers return to life. And the photo book of the, the creepy pictures turns into regular pictures. Yeah, so there's still a lot of focus pictures, but yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, uh, ghost, uh, ghost God Wataru, um, who's... Uh, <laughs> like this omni being whatever um he's that's the actor who is in uh that lupin family movie show. Yeah, yeah uh he basically tells him the stitch that like because he killed everybody they were all remembered so they're all reborn now 
and they're like, what about Sukasa? He's like, Sukasa doesn't have a story. And like, that was like, uh, like another meta thing about the fact that like Sukasa's show decade was just like an anniversary show mm-hmm. for the others. Yeah. So it wasn't like, he doesn't have a story. He, we're just remembering other stories. Yeah. His story is that other stories exist. Yeah. Which is like, and they're kinda, like kind of meta. <laughs> yeah. They're like, no, he has his own story. Our story is that we look at other stories. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, they're basically reviewers. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> so oh. they uh, they bring him back through the power of remembering. And <laughs> the funny thing is, is like they bring him back and like he's walking all calm and like the film, the, the photos are. Uh, so when when decade, when things travel through decade, there's like this film that goes through and then people arrive. OK, that's how Ed like in, in decade show, too. This is how just uh, things from other worlds travel across dimensions. Um. Because, like, in the first episode of Decade, like, every monster from every every previous uh, Heisei show, like, just arrived in his city and started, like, thrashing things. And, like, there was all these barriers and all this stuff. So that's – it's, like, a staple, those – that weird film thing that does it. So he's walking and it's, like, building. And, like, the way he looks, like, the smile he has on his face when they remember him, I'm like, you planned this whole thing out, didn't you? It's very – it's – very serial killery. I mean, I realize that's it's just like think about it. Think about it. The your grand plot is to murder everybody you know and then have like the one person you didn't kill kill you to justify the whole thing. Like think about no, the kind I'm of thinking... psychosis you need to come up with that kind of plan. <laughs> but I also think he had the whole plan of like, oh, they're all gonna go back and then you're gonna bring me back. Yeah. Like he's he's like he had the whole thing planned out, like, oh no, I didn't expect you to have this. Here, I have I have like this this money in here to pay back. Just like <laughs> Just think about the emor- the emotional torment. <laughs> so there's you're putting them there was through. a there was a scene sort of like that in uh Doctor Who where like he got lost and Amy like remembered him and like brought him back during the wedding. Mm. And so uh bringing back like a whole thing and uh she brings him back from like being outside of reality yeah. by remembering him. And so she's like you didn't expect this and he like opens the door and he's in a tuxedo. Because it's her wedding. He's like, oh. no, I was just wearing this because it was random. And yeah. he's like, the whole thing was planned out. <laughs> <laughs> and like, that's how I feel like Sukasa is. He's just like walking calmly. He's like, oh, yeah, I knew you were going to bring me back to life. This was all part of the plan. Yeah. <laughs> it's all going to happen. Oh, wow, but they so had to, premeditated. Yeah. But they have to fight uh, Super Shocker. Yeah. So, okay. So the, the run through of the, pro- the plot to make, give you some structure here. Destroyer of Worlds, killing everybody. Um, what'd you say her name was? Tackle? Yeah. Tackle showing up and helping out. Then he gets confronted by his buddy who says that Tackle's dead. Tackle's freaking out about that and goes away. Then he gets killed by Kivala after some other stuff that we've already discussed. And then Super Shocker's like, okay, so he's destroyed all the right... Well, this... I'm sorry. Skipped a step. Super Shocker shows up in their own little hideout, I guess, talking about how Decade's done most of the work for us. It's time for so us to come back. So this is something else. Was, uh, uh, Narutaki. He's the... He's mostly in the show. He's known as Colonel Zol. Okay. Uh, Colonel Zol, I think it's Zol, uh, is a character in the original Common Rider. He's going to appear like four or five episodes later f- from where we're watching, who is like, they needed a person yeah. rather than just the great leader voice. They needed yeah. like a, so, a guy. Yeah. So he's like another verse. He's like the updated uh, Colonel Zol, because I'm pretty sure the actor who played Colonel Zol is dead. Right. Um, And then Natsumi's grandfather is uh super dr shinigami because he he actually is super dr shinigami or he gets taken over and it's, becomes it's weird. super dr shinigami so yeah uh basically he goes out and gets tricked and gets hit by a cape yeah so dr shinigami is a character from one of the older show i forgot which one one of the older show show so um to make things a little bit more confusing because that's just decade during decade 
movie, there was Die Shocker. So okay. usually translated to Great Shocker. Mm. So there was Great Shocker, and they beat Great Shocker. And so here's Super Shocker. Who's Super Shocker? Yeah. And now <laughs> we have Super Shocker. Yeah. So they're they're going through their plan and creating some sort of uh, amalgam baby that's, you know, they're birthing it for the Neo yeah. godlike powers that is come. You know, it's just the way the natural... <laughs> progression of power is that eventually somebody's going to birth god yeah or something to <laughs> kill god yeah so basically they were trying to create this ultimate neo-organism so that they could do things and like whatever yeah um so yeah they, we get the thing common rider decade dies gets reborn and then they go to take on super well, shocker uh tackle dies again he again Oh, because they're going to collect the... That's right, they're going to collect the... Uh, when they're going to collect the photo, it's when everybody the starts... Photo. When they're going to collect the photo to remember Yusuke... Uh, not Yusuke, uh, uh, Tsukasa, they, like all of their allies, start popping up. Yeah, so we get to see them get wiped out by some stuff, and then... And, and, and so uh, this is where... Uh, the movie war part kind of kicks in yeah. during the decade part where it's like, it's a war. And there's everybody there and everybody's doing everything they've got and yeah. stuff's going off. And then a mammoth comes down and starts to charge the team and that's when it cuts away yeah. to the cliffhanger. Oh. And I, I feel like we got everything. It's Yeah, there's a lot of like fan service in it because there's a lot of things from all the different... Common writers. Yeah. Um, they do have like a good big team transformation sequence. Right. Which this is a cool thing about the transformation sequence at this one is because like unlike the other ones, like when um when Vulcan, Valkyrie, and uh Zero One all transform, it's variations on the same thing. Yeah. They have the the robot comes down, it comes on them and it like begins to form. What's cool about the team of decade is that they're like only Sukasa and Kaito are similar in any way in their transformation. Right. But even then, their transformations are kind of different. They just have, like, the same, like, film f- effects things. Mm. Uh, whereas, like, Yusuke transforms in, like, Akuga style, and Kivala is completely different. So it's, it looks yeah. kind of cool when they're, like, transforming. It's like they're from different... Because they are. Their powers are from, like, different worlds and yeah. different s- setups. So it's, like, pretty cool. Uh, the one thing I did want to talk about before we move on from Decade was Z- the character of Zol was uh, the the guy who was Zol. He's actually a character called Narutaki. Okay. And Narutaki is a staple of the Decade show, and nobody has any idea who he is or why he does whatever he does. Never explained. Okay. He's he tra- he's able to travel between worlds, and he's always trying to foil Decade's plans. And for some reason, he hates Decade. Okay, and so that's why he's acting as Colonel Zol. Yeah, he's willing to even like join Shocker to beat Decade. Okay, and so I guess that puts a little bit more context into why they're there and what they're doing. Yeah, so nobody has any idea who Narutaki is, right? And why he hates Decade. So like, there is so many like fan theories. And then I I guess we missed the part about how uh, the Bee Lady who kills Tackle gets also beaten by Tackle in the process of killing her for a second time. And stumbles in to become one with a neo organism. Yeah, the neo organism eats her. Yes. So that's the thing that the cliffhanger is they're getting taken out by the neo organism and a mammoth machine thing that they created. Yeah. The neo organism created the mammoth thingy. Yeah. And the super doctor, what's his face, is on the ship. Yes. That is the neo organism. The neo organism's taken over. So there you go. That's shocker. You know as much as I do. <laughs> so, anyways, if you ever see anything about Narutaki, um, nobody has any idea who it is. A lot of people, like one of the good fan theories is that he's actually the real decade and Tsukasa is the AR decade. Hmm. So why would he, and so he hates the AR decade because the AR decade took his stuff? Basically took it, stole his story. 
but nobody knows for sure. Does Narutaki ever transform into a? No, suit? like he can't. Uh, nobody said. It doesn't say that he can't. Maybe but that's he, why. It's because he took his his uh, belt. Yeah, but um, it's like so. It's like, but that's one of the cool things. Like nobody knows who Narutaki is. But anyways, if you do wonder, like the 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 worlds of uh the Ahar are so different that it's not even funny. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ichijo is a woman. <laughs> In uh, uh, Yusuke, actually, the thing is, is like that's probably the closest one to the actual <laughs> one. I mean, like one time in uh, Ryuki, instead of the Great Rider War, um, there were lawyers, and oh. that and that and that's how they decided things. Is they fought as riders. That's how you decided criminal criminal trials. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, you know. Although Fize was really good, because there has been weirder anime. <laughs> yeah, so. Fize's AR was Fize and his group was in a high school, and that's and like I watched those two episodes, and I'm like, I want a whole show in yeah, this like, is a high good school. show. <laughs> and funny. and two and two years later, Fose's in a high school, and it was great. And you're like, yes, <laughs> I got what I want. It wasn't exactly the same as like how this one was, but it was great. Anyway, so yeah, so now we can talk about like probably what you really want to talk about the <laughs> stuff in. Uh, I'm excited by the decade stuff because I because like I forgot most of like how I forgot how awesome decade was just as like a guy because uh. I liked I like uh, Sukasa's character because he's like so different than any of the other writers uh-huh, for sure he's like a reluctant writer he's like fine I'll help the world or destroy everybody <laughs> yeah he's like if I gotta blow up everything I guess I'll do that too fine. <laughs> yeah such a psycho <laughs> I mean really <laughs> You got to take a serious dip into psychosis to even come up with a plan to kill everybody in order to help them resurrect as regular pure forms. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, like, but it worked. It that's, worked. That's the bright. That's the greatest thing about like Sukasa is like Sukasa just. Is, well, the thing is, is that Sukasa through his entire show just took the role that was provided to him. Mm. Because whenever he went to a different world, he literally was given a, a, a role to play in that world. Like when he went to Kuga's thing, he walked out of their office and he was wearing a police uniform and he was a police officer. Mm. Like the world fits him into it and he plays the role. And this, I think, was actually like him breaking his role. And like he had a plan to like bring everybody back yeah. instead of just killing everybody because he was like his role was to destroy everything. And then he took that role and uh, he took that role, destroyed everything and let himself die so everything could be brought back. Yeah. So he made his own play at the end. There. Y- yeah. Yeah. That, that makes a little bit more sense. But I just I, I like Tsukasa's character. I think he's great. <laughs> but <laughs> no, but thankfully, Double has an actual structured plot that makes sense. Something well, yeah. to hold on to. Well, in the in the in the uh, confines of decade, that was like very coherent. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you're just like, what the, what the decade? Just, oh, oh, all the writers are here now. Great. Okay. It's like, fine. Oh, <laughs> fine. I guess this all is the now. Oh, wait. Those two are kids. It turned into writers. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that well, happened. Yeah. yeah. You're like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> the A.R. Watoaru and the A.R. Hibiki are children. And now. Nah. Yeah. Which is funny because they are Hibiki is uh, the original Hibiki. I think was the oldest writer. He like he was like in his thirties. Huh. The actor and the character was like Hibiki was in his like thirties, huh. late twenties, early thirties. But anyways, uh, so yeah, so we can go and you can t- we can talk about I can talk about Decade Forever. But we can uh, and as soon as you watch this show, you'll probably be able to talk about Decade Forever too. <laughs> uh, so we go to Double Begins Night. Yeah, this it, is where the show started, and it starts this way because um. Doubles the current writer airing at the time the movie comes out. Right. And so they get that part out first. Right. So this would be really where the movie started. Yeah. But they're two separate stories that combine together, and it doesn't matter which order we talk about yeah. them, really. They even have, like, um, 
The, they the even big, have the title cards. Yeah. They even have like the movie title cards of Toei before they before each one like they broke it up into like three films. Right. And honestly, I'm I'm just going to be honest with you. If you were to just watch Double and then skip all of Decade and watch the part where Double comes back, you'd probably would still know the same amount of stuff that I know about Decade. But you wouldn't be able to have seen the cool like Kivala part. Yeah. I mean, you, there, there are things that you'd miss out on. Yeah. Admittedly. But as far as your understanding of the entirety but of the show. But just so you know, like the, the Sukasa after he camped back, that's the Sukasa from the show. Right. So if anything, <laughs> not watching that entire part of Decade. I'd have less questions <laughs> yeah. and more answers. But then you wouldn't un- be understanding how it feels <laughs> to watch decades. Yes. So it was an experience. Yeah. It was an experience. But um, yeah, so this was really, by itself, would have been a cool double episode. Yeah. Um, like, honestly, it's kind of just felt like watching a cool double episode. Mm-hmm. It was like 45, 50 minutes, something yeah. like that. You know, it was probably, probably like 35, 40, actually. Yeah. But uh, it starts off with them... Celebrating Christmas because this yep. came out in December. Well, no, it starts off with uh, with Shotaro talking to the chief. Oh, oh that's right. It's he's Shota- trying on a hat. He's and trying on a hat, and you know it's a flashback because he's in shorts. Yeah, he's in shorts, and I was. It's like you could see young Shotaro before he wears pants. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, like that's uh, how the, that's how they make him look young is they give him shorts. <laughs> and one cool thing about this is it's 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 nighttime and Christmas. You can tell because there's like uh, Christmas tree lights on the windmills. Yeah, which I thought was like a really nifty Futo exclusive touch. Yeah. So um, they decorate in Japan. Yeah. And they do things that are like really weird that I think is really weird, but like cool at the same time. So especially in smaller places, not like in Shinjuku and stuff like that, but uh, they uh, they have a broadcasting system. Hmm. Like where I live, they have a broadcasting system and like it, it would also it's like a warning system and all that stuff. But they also just do broadcasts on it. Hmm. Like at the end of every day, they'd be like, hey, school's getting out. Just, so you know, there's gonna be kids on the street. Oh, OK. Yeah. Um. But when I worked in uh, Higashikurume, um, it was kind of a smaller uh, area, but like a business area, like right in the middle. It was just just on the edge of like Tokyo before it went to Chiba. But they had the uh, um, the speaker system, and so one day it was uh, this, it was like October. I'm walking around, and I'm just like I just went to lunch, and I'm walking back to the office, and I'm like, dude, I'm creeped out a little bit. What's going on? And like I didn't realize what was happening, the the X Files theme was playing over the intercom. Oh, <laughs> and it was just like instinctively bringing me back to watching the X Files when I was a kid. And they were just playing Halloween music over the intercom. And like the next song was just the Scooby Doo theme intro. It was just like this spooky monster mash. They just play it during Christmas. They just over the intercom play Christmas music in the city. Okay, so they're just living it up. <laughs> yeah. So, but it, but and, you know, but they they decorate everything and stuff like that. So they don't have Thanksgiving. So they they go all in, out for like the other two. <laughs> yeah. Um. But as soon as the, uh, Halloween's over, it's like Christmas season. Yeah. <laughs> well, but yeah, so us, Christmas season starts in July. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so they decorate the city. But yeah, um, it's like a like a flashback beforehand. Yeah, you see him, he's trying on a hat. The uh, chief comes in, who's the real deal, total badass, comes he's, in, he's trying grabs on the, the hat. I think, the white hat. Yeah, he grabs it off of him, flings it across the room, it lands on the hat rack, of well, course. Well, you know this is a flashback also because... He's alive. No, well, the hat is full. Secu- yeah. It's, it's, there's no no piece missing. Yeah, there's no crack in it. So, yeah, and he throws it across the room and it lands perfectly, and you're like, how much of this was him? Uh-huh. Because it kind of looks like it's too perfect. Yeah. But also... 
you're not obviously because the hat spins and lands perfectly. You're like, how did they do that? Yeah. <laughs> was it? Did they take a bunch of takes at it? Or cause the second one was easy to explain because it, it, it was, was a, a cut. Yeah, the cut scene. But this one was just no, nope, right there. Goes so it. he explains the purpose of the hat. Yeah. The purpose of the hat is a brim to hide your eyes so you can like mask your emotions and be more hard boiled. Yes, yeah, so that way you can, uh, yeah, <laughs> and your I'm softer like, side, hide your softer side. Uh, you hide your softer side. I'm he's just like, like, you don't need that because you're just like that all the time. Yeah, he's basically yeah. calling him soft boy. Yeah. He's still half baked. And it's just like, the writers of the show looked way more into yeah. a hat <laughs> in the detective story than actual detective story hats. Right. So basically the chief says, you don't need a hat yet. You haven't earned it. And then at the same time, he grabs his own hat and flings it to the hat rack. Yeah. Uh, two in a row. What a pimp. Yeah. Um, and then the, you know, the chief sets down where Shotar usually sits. And that's when he starts hearing somebody yelling at him to wake up, and he gets hit by no, the green no, shoe. It, it's, it's, he's just like, hey, chief, do you know what day it is? And the chief's like, of course I do. And he and he yells in like five people's voices, "Merry Christmas!" Yeah, and he's that, just like, right. "What? Wait, huh?" <laughs> yeah, so that's when you realize he's dreaming. It is still Christmas, but it's daytime. Yeah. The whole crew's there, like all of his um, confidants. All, yeah, everyone that he knows, yeah. they're there because it's a movie. We we another culturally Japanese thing. Christmas means chicken. Christmas fried means chicken. fried chicken. And so they're arguing about what meal set they're gonna get. Yeah, should we get the drums? Should we get the the breasts? breasts. And like the uh uh. uh eggplant guy mm-hmm. he's all like he's like we gotta get the breast breasts are the best <laughs> he's all creepy about it and i think shotar is uh team breasts no he's just like he says that shotaro is and he's like you promised that you would like go with me on team breasts he's like i never made any promise <laughs> and sansa chan's all about legs yep and uh queen elizabeth the, uh, elizabeth and queen elizabeth and queen yeah. and akiko are, are all, all legs all yeah. all drumsticks probably because they're easier to eat yeah personally uh i think i like legs more than breasts because i like bright, dark meat i prefer wings because i like white meat <laughs> well i mean if i was going to go for anything that uh i go thighs i like thighs but because I not. mean, this depends on what what kind of a conversation are we have in here. Like, we're talking we're talking, about chicken. <laughs> okay, I'll say because that changes my opinions. <laughs> well, yes, thing. because if you're having a conversation about something else, I'd have to question about the fact that your favorite part is wings. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like, are, are wings even in the discussion? <laughs> yeah, you're just like, oh, are we? Is this a breast, thighs, and and uh, legs thing, or <laughs> we talking chicken? <laughs> we're talking chicken. Because <laughs> if we're not talking chicken, the fact that your favorite part is wings. Yeah, that it's starts. Not, to re- <laughs> it's like you know what, man. I think I may need to find another. Podcast done. <laughs> yeah. It was a good run. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so they're celebrating Christmas, and a client walks in. Well, it's kind of one of those things where she thinks she's in the wrong place because they're all screwing around, and they're like, "No, no, no, this is the right place." <laughs> I love. Oh, I excited. Bringing the bell because they're all arguing over this yeah. uh, wings versus art. Uh, well, anyways, so uh, to shorten it up, it's an idle client. She's talking about how. She's seen her dead sister, and he want they want her to find her his sister who died months ago, but she's dead. And then there's this, this really sh- cool scene where they're all doing their individual ways of gathering information. Well, Shotaro is uh, Philip's really into this because he thinks it's a cool idea to investigate. Oh yeah, he's, and Phillip's this is a lot up. like uh, I think I've talked to you about the show Galileo. I think so. Yeah, it's a Japanese show. What it has a lot of the same feel. It's more, but it's a drama about this because it's about a a, a police detective. And a physicist. Mm. And the physicist doesn't care about the crime. 
Yeah, he, just he wants, wants the challenge. To, he wants to solve the thing. So he's like, whatever, somebody died, who cares? And she's just like, spontaneous combustion. He's like, spontaneous combustion? <laughs> <That's> spontaneous <laughs> combustion, you say. Gotta figure out spontaneous combustion. I gotta figure this out. And so he's all about solving the science behind it. Right. So, uh, yeah, the scene, basically like every other episode, whenever Shotar goes to do um, investigation, you get the four-panel thing of all the places he's been. Only this time, it's him and every single one of his uh, informants. So you've got... Uh, Elizabeth and Queen doing their thing. You've got Eggplant Dude doing his thing. You got uh, Santa Chan doing his thing, and you got Iki- uh, Akiko and Shotaro doing their thing up in every corner. Yeah, and it turns out that people are seeing their dead relatives all over town. All over town, dead. People now all over this the place. was mentioned in the episodes. Oh, that's right. Yes, it was. It was mentioned as like the mystery corner thing. So that was the thing about this. Yeah, because there's also the writer showing up. Yeah, the uh, skull writer. Yeah, skull. Yeah. So um. So they they find all this information and then Akiko gets Akiko gets a phone call saying that they well they meet canceled. the creepy priest first oh well I mean yeah they they meet a guy that's a their priest well, they, and they go to they go to the gravestone of the sister right there's no body so that's why the that's one of the the hopes that's given it there's no body so she's they put a gravestone they like put flowers to the gravestone and there's just a real creepy priest who's just like I don't like this whole <laughs> death is supposed to be the ultimate end type thing and um. He's definitely not an extra. No. <laughs> it's way it's way too extra to be just an extra. Yeah. He's acting, quote unquote, too hard for this to be an extra. Yeah. <laughs> and they get a phone call from the uh the idol. Oh, she the the music singer. Yeah. She, she says that she's canceling the contract. And this furiates up. Yeah. She's like, no, nah, I'm gonna have a couple three <laughs> words with her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Tar is holding her back for a minute and then just lets her drop because he sees he sees the sister. Yeah. And so they, they run after her, they chase her down, and then uh, in he's the like, gr- the greatest 1990s uh, uh, yeah, like, uh, music video effects where yeah. she's just like fading in and out, running around. Right. Um, yeah, we're going to stop now, or something like that. Right. But uh, then the like sky goes dark, and then death appears. Yeah, death. Uh, and Shotar is like, oh, I knew it was a Dopont. Like, it had to be. Yeah, it's like a Grim Reaper, but like multiple head skull. It's definitely yeah, like a yeah, Dopont-looking death. Yeah, think, Grim Re- think typical Grim Reaper, but white. And his the everything you can see is just a, a totem pole of skulls. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think even his glove hands are like double skeleton hands, kind of. I don't know if you noticed that. That was uh, that was the reflection of the mirror. Yeah. But you see, the thing is just too weird. Yeah, he has normal skeleton hands. Okay. Because like, I was just hoping that it was a double skeleton. No, but because cooler, that was that cooler. was the ref, that was the reflection part. Anyways, uh, so uh, they they fight regularly. You know, death has no chance, so he backs off and summons uh the chief. The chief, yeah. And the chief shows up, and this of course raises questions for Akiko and everyone else involved, and because they don't want to admit. They haven't told her yet that he's dead. Right. So Philip and Shotaru are literally having this argument. Saying that he can't be here. And then he transforms into the Kamen Rider skull. Uh-huh. And starts beating on him. Did you expect that to happen? No. Not even <laughs> close. But I mean, it matches. He's such a badass. <laughs> it's like, yes. Okay, thank you. No, yeah, um, that's the thing. Is like, we've had this uh, view of the chief that we've gotten through flashbacks and like silhouetted forms and yeah. just like spoken about. And then you see him, and you're like, dude, they were right, and it's more than that. Yeah, I want a show with just the chief, yeah. man. Com- so, we need a common writer, writer skull uh, That's the thing series. about, like, the skull. Like, I've told you, because of the whole, like... Skull Man. S- skull Man was the preview mm-hmm. to common Rider, so that's, like, why they made him common Rider Skull before Double. Right. And so, yeah, common Rider Skull is actually pretty cool. He uses, uh, as we find out later, he uses the Lost Driver, which is a yeah, which is a belt. Uh, not, like, a driver, like, the... um. Uh, the dope uh, like the uh lieutenants use mm. it's it's like the double driver but half and it only has one slot for um 
a memory, and he uses the skull memory. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and I, I love the smoothness of that. He takes off his hat because he knows it'll go under his helmet if he transforms with it on. So he takes off his hat, transforms, then, put then that puts the hat back, back on, on. So that way it's there. <laughs> yeah, it's totally smooth. It's just dripping in the same sort of double flavor, but um, different, obviously. Yeah. Like, and he just starts pounding on uh, Double. And, and Double's not fighting back because no, the chief. And basically, like, Philip is totally wanting to fight back. But Shotaro is like, no, this is the chief, and like, so they're he's, fighting. He's over like, he can transform to the skull, so that's like proof that it's him. Yeah, so they're like fighting over their own wet hands, basically, and then while getting beat up. And and Philip's like, it can't be him, and he's just like, you know why? And he's like, don't say it. He's like, because he's dead, and this is the yep. first time that Akiko hears that he's dead. Yeah, so now she's like, wait, what? <laughs> and then, uh, um, uh, he loses. Yeah, Skull's, Skull does like a because Skull also has a gun. Yes. And he does like a, a, a blast or what, memory break or whatever. It's yeah. not a memory break. It's just like a final attack. Um, and he forces Shotaro to dehension. De- and then he de- uh, transforms Deuce and says, I told you you weren't ready for that hat. And then it kind of walks away. Yeah. So and then Shotaro just... like uh, collapses unconscious. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. The next scene we see basically um, Gene, uh, the, basically the detective shows up to their house or the, uh, the their office. office. As Shotaro's getting ready to leave, he's like, hey, what's up with you? And he's like, I, you know, I'm just going to quit being detective and being a common writer. He and thinks he, it in his head, I'm going to quit also being a common writer. And he also. steps out. And so Gene walks over to Akiko, who's just kind of sitting silently, very obviously sad. And, and so he's like, whatever. Uh, this is the information he wants. And I love this line. He has nowhere else to go. He'll be back. Yeah, because he also says um, he's been here from the start. Yeah. As in this is like the only place he's ever been. Really. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this is his place, so he's coming back. Essentially. It would be cool. I don't think they ever really talk about it if he was just like an orphan, and that's why he's so obsessed with the city because yeah. the city is like what raised him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they ever mention it. Yeah. You but get I that mean, feeling regardless. Yeah. Yeah, because it's. Um. I think it also like in a way I think it solidifies for Akiko if she was having any sort of internal struggles that line there that he's been here from the start sort of thing mm-hmm. i think it's kind of a reminder for everyone else there that this was his place before it was either of your places <laughs> yeah. and, you know so he leaves and then philip comes out and he's like oh this must be the information she goes to grab it and yeah she she stops him and he says oh, i forgot uh he he's, he says something he says her father's name i always forget his name Mm-hmm. I forget, and he, she's like, like Natsumi or something like that. It was like a, it was a, yeah. a name that I thought was a feminine sounding name. Well, that's because it's like their family name. Okay, uh, and she says, "Don't tell me. I want that idiot to tell me. I want that idiot to tell me in full when he gets back." Basically saying that I want. Don't tell me it because it's easy for you to say it. Yeah, I want Shotaro to, to like tell me what what's up. Yeah, he w- wants him to be the one that says it. So, uh. Then it goes and she... Quick scene with museum, I believe, after that. Oh, yeah. It's a museum, like... Find out that... And I don't know. I hated museum in this one because it was just so shoehorned in. Every other episode we get of... of Well, it's just like they want... uh, They just wanted him to show up, basically. Yeah, they wanted him to show up. They wanted to remind everybody that they still exist. Yeah. They had no real place in the story short of it was a Dopont. So, Um, yeah. So, you find out um, death was a gift that the uh, terror gave out to a drinking buddy who happened to be... Well, he gave it out as a gift, and he was drinking with he gave what's the, his face. He, he, he gave he gave the he said I gave that memory as a gift, and um, Kirihiko thinks that it was um the grandfather from decade, right? Because he saw drinking, that guy yeah. drinking. It isn't that was completely something different, <laughs> which was never explained and had nothing to do with anything. It feels like no, it's just they were two old guys that had drink. Yeah, really um, weird. There might be something about like they might have been 
those two actors might have been in the show or something. They do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Where like these two actors, they do something like they've made jokes about the fact that Jin's real name is something else. Right. And they make a joke about how he says that's a good name or something. They yeah. do things they do in jokes like that that we don't get because we haven't seen everything that these people have been in. Yeah. We're um, not a part of their whole life. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we, we it goes to a scene where uh, it's really important scene because this is right before the flashback where Philip is kind of looking at the aftermath of Begins Night. So mm-hmm. I guess that whole hotel or wherever they were blew up. Um, it was called the Gaia Tower, I think it was. Oh, okay, Gaia Tower. Yeah, yeah. It's like a little island tower thing, and they're like he's looking at the rubble. Philip shows up. Uh, clearly, his goal I'm, I'm feeling like is to reignite Shotaru's. Uh, you know, goals and ideals and whatnot, basically remind him of everything. Yeah, so, yeah, Shotaru's there to, like, basically just pay respects because he uh, yeah. doesn't it. And so he says... There's no other grave for the chief. Yeah, he says, uh, you you remember this is where we first transformed into double, and that's the thing we saw at the beginning of the show. Yeah. But it gives us the full background story now. Right, yeah, so we see, basically, Shotaru's beating himself up because he says to he says that the chief would still be alive if I just listened to him. Yeah. And um, so we go through the whole thing. Basically, they show up. The client that they got hired was to go rescue the chosen one, who's Philip. Yeah. Um, he's told, hey, stand here. Don't move because we've been spotted. I'm going to go fight these guys. Transforms his skull, does this whole thing. The cool thing about his fighting style, though, it's very smooth criminal. Yeah. Like, it's very uh, kind of jazz dance almost. Yeah, he does some nice smooth moves, and he does some s- spin kicks. So while he's fighting Psycho, uh, Psycho, <laughs> Psycho, yeah, no, <laughs> six and one. Yeah, um, what he, what I like, what he says, he's like, he's like, normally I don't like using memories on jobs. Oh yeah, so it's like, badass. like the thing is, is he's probably been like coming out of skull fighting dopants other things, but like he's also a detective. Yeah, and but he's just like, I only do this right now because I'm fighting dopants. Yeah, like he was. He was had no problem taking him out just in his regular form, but then she. This was is also like, the second time you've seen. This is the first time you've seen a bunch of masquerade. Yes, yeah, because they all transform into the masquerade. I don't know thing. if you realize this, but the first guy to transform into masquerade was the same guy who transformed into masquerade that Clay Doll killed. Was it? Yeah, same actor. Oh, okay, but this time with hair. Yeah, it was because it was, it was, it was, it was like in the past. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. It was. Yeah, he, he's <laughs> lost his hair since then. It was the same guy, <laughs> and then like. He just gets knocked out by skull here, but like later he's right. good. So yeah, this is this is this is more. It more starts to come into like a thing where like there's more masquerade as the uh the foot soldiers. Yeah. So he's busy fighting all these people, and Shotaro is like, "Whoa, so cool! I've never seen a chief like this. Awesome." He sees Philip go around a corner because Philip is just minding his own business because he doesn't care about anything that's happening. <laughs> yeah. All these explosions, whatever. <laughs> Typical Philip, and he follows him. Well, he has an internal struggle in his mind where he's like, "If I leave, I'm disobeying the chief." But what if I, I really get liked him, here was like, as, and uh, I capture him. The chief will see that I'm a valuable person. What I love about this is that, unlike normally, when he has a flashback, it's literally from his perspective. Yes. Instead of just flashing back to the scene we've already seen filmed, yeah. it's him through his eyes looking straight at the chief. And the chief, like, looking at me, I was like, do not move from this spot. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I always think it's funny when, like, you're like, oh, we're going to go into your memories, and your memories are the third person. Yeah, it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, no, it's first-person memories. Your, your memories are the third person with sound effects, <laughs> with, like, musical score, yeah. and, like, great lighting. I just <laughs> it's so weird. I have had dreams of the third person before. Right. I have also had, when I lived in Mexico, I was so deprived of, like, entertainment, I literally dreamed of full episodes of a television show with commercials. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, man. That sounds bad. <laughs> we didn't even have like a phone. <sighs> Just a... the the only way we could call America was to go to the store and use his phone 
Raphael's phone at the, the little market there, and he would just stand there with a stopwatch. And time you. Yeah, time you and tell you to pay him how much ever he thought minutes to America should be that day. <laughs> um. So, yeah. No, he, so he follows Philip. He gets to, I guess, Philip is an arms dealer. No. He's or not he, an arms he, dealer. He, he he's, makes guy he, he's, a, he's an arms dis, a creator. Yeah, a designer, weapons designer. He's a weapons designer. And he's basically just about, like, he's just excited about the, the creation of new things. Yeah. And the guy's like, oh, what, are you, what the heck are you doing? He's like, it's like well, how, do, do you, you realize how much uh, how much you've made the city cry? And he's, and he's just like, like, do you blame people that make we- uh, guns for firearm-related incidents, <laughs> or do you blame the person that's holding the gun? Yeah. See, there, that's one thing, but, like, he's not creating... He's creating highly addictive weapons of destruction. Yeah, yeah. it's a step above that. Yeah. It, it, it's like, okay, well, you know, I'm not going to really blame somebody who creates a gun, but I would blame somebody who creates poison gas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, like, you can use a gun for protection or attack, Poison gas is a different story. Yeah, it's definitely the next step. <laughs> uh, but, you know, that's never brought up, of course, because Shotaro knows nothing about these besides that they're causing a lot of damage. Like, the the chief would know everything that's yeah. going on. But um, the, he sees that Shotaro is holding a case, and he just like, grabs it from his hand and opens it up, and there's the the driver with all of the memories. And he's like, oh, wow, this this driver could actually hook up with me and we could make the ultimate super being. Yes. And he's extremely excited about it. I want you to realize that this is explained eventually. Okay. Where the driver came from and why it can attach to Philip. That's comforting. It does. It does. It's not for a while. But at least there's a hope and dream. I will be able to know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. So he, uh, I think he just grabs him and starts to tug him out the door, right? Like. No, he 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 does something. He says something about how he's like stupid or something, and he pushes him. Like Phil, oh, that's right. He pushes him. He, he grabs him by a, the collar and like pushes him, and he like goes to a teleportation. Team. Yeah, he, well, he to, in his mind, he's just throwing him up against the wall, oh, but geez. he basically gets teleported to the top of Gaia Tower and this little crystal thing, like that we saw at the very yeah. first episode. Yes. So now we know why he was in there. He wasn't trapped there the whole time. He yeah. wasn't like the crystal child. Yeah. Which is what I was thinking. And then it just cuts to the chief slapping him across the face like, you're an idiot. Yeah, this is this is all your fault. Told you not to move. And then it kind of does a quick cut showing that, like, this is this is, leads to it. Because they don't show this the whole scene yeah, again. Yeah, we've seen it before. Yeah, this uh, is, he goes there. He uh, uh, touches the crystal. The crystal that Philip, they meet hands, and it shatters. And then they bring him away. He gets shot. Blah, blah. Yeah, so then the, the only extra we get to see here is Philip. Um, basically, we get re- more context. He's like, this kid's your responsibility. He gives him the hat. And it's like, you know, I can't remember the, exactly the one-liner he gave him. Just know it was really sweet. It's the no, chain. so what he says is, uh, so this is actually pretty cool. What uh, Shotaro says, I'm not ready to wear this hat. That's right. And the chief says, well, then become somebody. Yeah, become can't. a man that looks good in the hat. Yeah. 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 He's just like, if, you, if you're not it now, become it. Yeah. And, and so they transform a double like we saw in the first. Um, they fall through the floor because the whole building is being destroyed. And uh, Philip basically i don't have any idea what's going on this is the other suit the other form that we forgot about he he was this isn't a movie form um so uh he's his body falls because when he his body falls unconscious it's not a movie form no it's not a movie form then why did we so this is the debut of the not movie form yeah um okay. so uh he's grabbed and he's uh he's grabbed by this little like robot thing his body is unconscious body and uh in the double form he sees it and he's like oh okay so that's there and he untransforms and he uses this, it's like a little T-Rex thing. Mm-hmm. It's like this giant thing, and he's able to like slap it around, transform it, and it becomes a giant memory fang. Yeah. So basically, Philip takes control, whereas usually Shotaro is the, the main body with Philip added. Now, Phil, uh, Shotaro is the one that passes out 
and, and Phillips the basically the one in, in the driver's and seat. And it's a berserker form. And so it's uh, Joker and Fangs. Yeah. So because what happens is he, he takes this giant thing, he sticks it in the belt, and then he like bends it over. It folds it over. It's like a giant. Yeah. So it's like a white black suit. Um, he takes out a bunch of masquerades. It's Fang Joker actually, because it's not because because Fang is the main memory. Okay, and so yeah, he he makes like a blade out of his arm and a blade out of his shoulder. It's a really cool suit. It's just like um it, the reason why we had to watch this movie first is because Fang is the F in the next movie in the next okay uh in the next uh, set of things F. This is just the debut of the Philip dominant form. Okay, so this is the mid season upgrade. Gotcha. It just it just took it, the it's like the idea is the mid season upgrade is something they've always had they just have not been using. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, it's not a movie form, <laughs> but yeah, so he transforms it, which is like it's a berserk form, and he's he's able to like take out a bunch of masquerades and even wound Sayako mm. and uh, grab Shotaro and runs away. Yep, and so it goes back to them in the real form. They have a little, you know, back and forth again. In about, the present, about where, like... Uh, our goals. Are you ready to go back to what we were said before, which is ride with the devil? Blah, blah. No, because he says, he says like, that I'm the reason why he's dead, and Shotaro, and Philip says, there's one thing you don't know about that. Oh, that's right, yeah, because it goes... Um, it shows when they touched hands on the crystal, it goes to the chief. The chief goes into the Gaia library. Yes, like like uh, he was able to do with, which is which makes sense is the reason why he thought it might be possible to bring the girl in because somebody yes. else has already been. It, in. it makes con- that that whole thing contextually relevant. Yeah, it makes sense why he thought it was possible. Yeah, he didn't know if it would work, but he knew that it could be done. Yes. So he, uh, yeah, he so he brought the chief in. The chief came into the Gaia library, and he's just all there. And he's talk and he's and he's talking to him, and he's just like, he's like, are you gonna come? Uh, and he's just like, I was told not to leave here by a man's name who's terror. And he's like, what, are you gonna just listen to what other people say for the rest he, of your life? He, he's basically like, have you ever made a decision on your own? He's like, no. no. And he's like, well, then come out here and then count up your sins. And he's like, he's, my he's sins. like, he's, he's like, yeah, count up your sins. And he's, he's like, he also says, uh, do you have a name? And he says, I don't have a name. This is where he gets the name Philip. Yeah, Philip Marlowe is the name of the character from mm-hmm. The Long Goodbye. Um, the main character. So he's basically he's named after the uh the main character of like every of basically the template for most uh detective stories. Detectives. Yeah, he he names him that because it's his uh, favorite character and it's a man who's capable of making his own decisions. Who shaped his life by his decisions, right? right. And so um Philip while talking to Shotaro says that I my sin is that I never made a choice and your sin is that you made a choice. That you made the wrong choice. You, you made, made a selfish choice. choice. Yeah, you made a selfish I choice. I never made a choice. So now we are working together to atone for our sins, which right. is like totally puts everything they've done yep. up to now in context, which is great because I love it. Yeah, it's very nice. <laughs> All of a sudden you're just like, oh, yeah, that like it totally makes sense. It totally makes sense why he knows so much of guy memories. He made them all. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes sense why he's like so determined to like because he doesn't care about the city crying. No, but he's trying to make up for his mistakes. Mm-hmm. And I love the contrast of the. The reason why his his sin was not making a choice and Shotaro's sin was making a choice. Yeah. Making the wrong, the wrong choice. Yeah. So I like it. For the wrong reasons. Yeah. yeah. And so that's when he says, Are you ready again to ride with devil holding out the hat? Right. <laughs> yeah. This <laughs> time it's basically the same thing. Before it's basically their arc has now come back full circle to the start of their relationship. Yes. But this time stronger. Yeah. So if you didn't watch this movie and just kept going through the show, the only things you would they would still be at the same spot, but you would have less context for how they mm-hmm. are they didn't like they sort of evolved as characters but got back to where they were yeah <laughs> uh, so uh get a call yep 
uh, from uh, Akiko. Akiko is still in the case. Yeah, she's been uh, tailing the sister, Asami yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, I love the call. He's like, hello. And she's like, this is your chief. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and so he's like, okay. He's like, uh, she says, I don't remember much about my dad, but you've taught me a lot about him, basically. Mm-hmm. And we never give up on the client. Yep. That's that was rule numero uno. Yeah. Uh, so he's like, okay, well, let's get into this. And she says that the the information that the detective gave me, I gave it to Philip, and at that point, Philip slaps it onto his chest. And so he they go into the uh, planetary bookshelf. He gets caught up to speed, and so he runs three. Um, what are they called? Hints? Clues? Keywords. Yeah, keywords. It was something like death, rebirth, and... The woman's name. Yeah, the woman's name of the sister that died. Yeah. And, and so Phillips is like, I've already done this. I've the, Basically, they're like, let's let's do what we've done before, and then we'll keep going from there. Yeah, so then uh, Shotaro, he's finding something that only Shotaro can find, is that he's look, flipping through all these papers of everyone that has been uh, cited, yeah. and all of the sightings, sightings are on the 19th. Yeah. And he's like, well, we add the number or the keyword 19th. Yeah. And th- of course, it goes boop, 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 one book. The book says priest. And at that point, Akiko has tailed uh, Asami to the church. The creepy priest. Yeah, with the creepy priest. And Philip is like, hey, so he's part of this um, cult. The order of silence and darkness? Yeah, something very ominous. Is, yeah, yeah no, totally. <laughs> I'm sure nothing bad comes out of a place called the order of darkness and silence. Right. <laughs> so she, she walks with the, the priest into the cathedral, I guess. What was it? Uh, oh, you got to know what to call things. So that they don't seem like they're ominous or evil or secret things. Okay. Because if you call something the the order of darkness and silence, everybody's gonna be like, "What's all, what's all about?" Because in Kiva, the secret organization that hunted down Fangires was known as the Wonderful Blue Sky Organization. Because <laughs> <laughs> you never know that they hunt vampires. Yeah. Fangires <laughs> they hunt Fangires and are developing like <laughs> super powered suits and robots to battle them. <laughs> no, it's the, the Wonderful Blue Sky Organization. <laughs> it's actually a hidden. You would never know. You'd yeah, think. You would, you, and you would never want to join that no, organization. No, that just sounds horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect name. Yeah. <laughs> like if you want to be like, this is the. Uh, um, Fred the Vampire Accountant, they always make fun of the fact that, like, there is bureaucracy behind, like, the supernatural world. Mm. Like, in the, he's literally a paranormal human accountant, and it's a very unique position, and he's very sought after <laughs> because nobody because by law they can't hire non they can't hire non-parahuman accountants to do their their works so they just have to pay everything (laughs) (laughs) they just have to write huge checks to the government because they have to pay their taxes to keep their their safety right because the government gives them rights and stuff like that but they can't have so he's like what there's like there's like there's like 12 in the entire country or something ridiculous like that okay (laughs) but but they like the whole thing is like they have a a or they have a um a like uh, a convention like a parahuman com- convention. And they're like, what if what if like people actually want to go like normal people will try to go to this convention and they're like, <laughs> well, we do all this, we do this, you know, we lose paperwork, we do this and stuff like that. It's like <laughs> it sounds like you. It sounds like the cable company is taking cues from you. It's like actually every few years we we just arrange some cable company appointments, to get new hints <laughs> <laughs> to figure out from them, yeah, <laughs> how to like give the runaround and make sure nobody yeah, can do nobody anything. can do anything. <laughs> That's so true. 
But anyway, so the order of darkness inside. Yeah, so she, the, um, the idol, basically Asami the singer, goes into this place. Oh with yeah, there was the, a scene like at night af- after he, where the dark, where death came. It's just like okay, the the tech yeah. is I'm never gonna bother you. And you get to see your sister if you do what I tell you. Yeah, that, I guess that was relevant. Um, so basically, and it turns out that like the creepy priest. He's just like, yeah, we got all these people. Yeah, Kiko follows him. She's like, I just got to go and save her and closes the phone and rushes in there. And and we find out, yeah, um, there's a bunch of dead people in these coffins everywhere. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah, maybe dead people. Maybe asleep. Maybe asleep dead people. We don't know. And Eh. he's basically his goal is, I mean, at this point, his goal is to put them to sleep or to death so that way they can see their their loved ones. Loved ones. And, and they're it's like the just most a bunch they're, of they're high very, profile people. Yeah, high power fo- profile rich people from Futo. Yeah, so he Akiko obviously tries to stop him. She punches her. She goes flying into a coffin. Yeah, so Akiko tries to punch him. He just like dodges like <laughs> cuz she has and he he like backhands her and fl- she flies like 50 feet into a yeah, coffin. But <laughs> So he's about ready to do something, and then the like the uh, his phone and stuff come in, and they, yeah, like, both the the beetle and the bat come in and like fly around him, yeah. get his attention. That's when Double comes in, uh, and then he, he uses, summons. He uses his guy memory, but we don't hear the name of the guy memory. Right. He at some he he uses the guy memory. He disappears. And, and the chief shows up behind a coffin. Yeah. And he says, I'm not going to go easy on the this time, as he says, what's the hat on his head? Um, and then he transforms. He transforms into Skull. And then he's just like, I can't let you do this, chief. She's my client. Yeah, Shotaro blocks the way between Skull and Asami. And he says, this is my client. And he's just like, whatever, that's not the point. Yeah. He he's he's, he's like, it doesn't matter. And everyone's saying, Shotaro, let's get him. Shutaru is like, you know what? The real boss wouldn't have said that. Because the real boss is all about the client. And mm-hmm. he punches him. Unsuited unsuited punches him and then you see that like uh yeah when he he basically says everything that he we just said kind of we're giving you the very short version it was it, a lot you know deeper and he's like hands all bleeding because he just punched an armored yeah, rider I love in the that face touch. when he goes to transform you see that his whole hand is basically bloody from yeah <laughs> he's like philip you ready to go and philip's like yeah and so they transform second joker and then they get they just like they grapple each other and they just go through a stone wall now this is one of those great uh, Kiko like gag humor things, where like the idol there I forgot her name she's there and she's just like huh huh and then you hear Akiko's voice like she's like Asumi I think her name is she's like Asumi yeah. and he looks over and it's like Philip is like falling on the bat uh, on the ground and uh, yeah she's uh, laying, down, on the laying ground. down on him and she like puts his arms over him and it's like like a practice maneuver of like. Yeah. <laughs> Gets him over his shoulder, starts dragging him along. Like I do this all the time. <laughs> yeah, she's like the you know doing a uh, hundred and thirty pound sit up basically. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, you should get this someplace safe. Yeah. <laughs> starts falling around. So, um, oh, the the thing is, is that like one of the things that Phil, uh, Shotaru said is that you're basically you're not the real chief. The real chief lives in my heart, and you would never have said what you just said. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, they go back outside and uh. It's a fight. Yeah, him and the skull fighting. Um, pretty basic. Nothing special. He ends up beating him with uh, Heat Joker. I want to say. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, Heat Joker. Um, then we, we find out that this isn't actually an apparition. Death. Death. No, it turns out that he is the dummy memory, and yeah. he's able just to take other people's forms. Yeah. D for dummy. <laughs> yeah, it's not D for death. Yeah. So he's, you know, Shotaro is about to count up his sins essentially, and that's when we see. Well, I mean. Mixed scenes. Essentially, museum comes to the rescue because dummy. This guy would be a very useful ally, I suppose. 
Well, he could he could take over he could take over any like politician, and they could have him pass laws and stuff like that because he's a very convincing. So it's Claydol, Nazca, and Psycho, and they're all fighting Joker and Joker, or sorry, all fighting uh, Double, and Double is on even footing with all three of them at the same time because it's a movie. Uh, Level level, you know, never mind the power progression up to this point. Yeah, the reason that I dislike this scene a lot is that they would already know that the dummy Dopont could be used in that way, and they would have already given it to an ally that they intended to partner with. They wouldn't have just handed it out and been like, oh yeah, that's right, he could be whoever he wants. <laughs> and that's kind of why, spoiler alert, this is my suck, Museum th- was horribly underplayed. In that. Well, yeah. because It's were, a movie. It yeah, is what it they're, is. They're, they're the only reason, that, like if they just weren't in the movie, you wouldn't even think that's, about it. That's exactly how I feel about it. If they had not been in the movie, it would have been fine. But they just have to appear in But the they movies. put them in there and, and made the, them seem stupid. Uh, it's not nearly as bad as some of the other villains used in some of the other movies. They're like, right. I hate your guts and I want the world to destroy it, but there's another bad guy here. Here, use this power. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, so I think three or four times. Yes, that kind of thing. It kind of um, it kind of hurts the image of museum up to this point because one of the coolest things about Double is how uh, well thought out the villains are in this. Yeah. So in this movie, it kind of like it was just it was just to have their suits in the show. Yeah. But um, cool scene still. Or you could just say that they're they were told to be here. They don't actually like him. (laughs) They were told to be here by the dad, and they're like, well, we don't actually like him. So we're not going to fight really that much. Right. So the, the dummy's running off. He's fighting all three. He ends up doing a um, heat metal. Metal branding. Yeah, metal branding. It knocks the three of them down and the dummy off in the distance. The dummy transforms into a tire. Yeah. And starts to run off. And uh, that's when he goes off after them. And the red- yeah, museum Shotaro's doesn't give chase, like, which gives me the credence of like, they're just like, oh, we did our part. We're out. Yeah, we're done here. Now, Shotaro gets in, you know, he calls the tumbler chases after him that's when we get the cliffhanger for double yeah and so we would watch all of decade decades cliffhanger happens and then you see this really cool this is probably one of my favorite parts is the combination of them showing how like they're like it's two scenes two sides one's double one is decade and they're going back and forth like they're showing it and that freezing it showing it and freezing it and showing that they're pretty much saying the same types of things like at the same time never gonna give up it's like he's like who are you and he's just like, we are, and then Sukasa's uh, catchphrase, Sukasa's catchphrase is every episode of every, like, climax of Decade, somebody's just like, who are you? Or who do you think you are? Mm-hmm. Some variation of that. <laughs> um, basically, everybody gives Sukasa the ability to, like, say his thing. Yeah. Um, and he says, uh, uh, just a passing through common writer. Yeah. That's his catchphrase. I'm just a passing through common writer. And then, uh, Doubles phrase is we are, yeah, common writer, yeah. He's like, I he usually says, I am, no, we are, yeah, common writer. So, uh, and they both end with like, we are common writer, and then they're going on their motorcycles, explosions going. And uh, you saw in the special features, <laughs> it's real explosions, they're just blowing yeah, stuff up behind yeah. these people. <laughs> so, I, I thought it was totally special effects, but then we actually get to see a making of scene where two writers jump off of these, uh, you know, made ramps and fight, you know, explosions in the background. I'm like, oh, so sweet. I don't know if you know, but I've heard in most of the scenes, you know, when they get like hit and the sparks fly and stuff. Uh-huh. The one, the person who's the spark sparks are on, they're the ones activating them. Okay. So they 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 like basically have in their hand something that like a a, a, a trigger or something. a trigger to make an explosion happen on their body. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I would not be able to press that button. I know how safe it is or whatever, but like, dude, I'm not pressing this button. I can imagine <laughs> in the in the training school for that, like the first timers, you're just like sweating full body like oh god and they're like wait is the sweat gonna make this worse <laughs> yeah <laughs> i could just see it but um so yeah the scene is it, also one of the favorite parts of the movie or because 
double is essentially he's riding along and then all of a sudden <laughs> here's this giant space like <laughs> uh insect thing flying around he's like uh what's going on here he even <laughs> says i think he even says like what the hell's going on here so you got to realize that this whole battle was happening just outside of futo city yeah yeah it was either that or somehow he gets transported to their dimension i couldn't really figure out what's going on it's common writer space time so just yeah it's decade decade happens all over all over the place so he's Uh, the thing is he's chasing the dummy who is a tire and decade was running from the mammoth who is chasing him uh chainsaw mammoth yeah because the trunk is a chainsaw yeah totally makes sense thingy Um, Mammoth's famous chainsaw nose. (laughs) Yeah, as everyone knows. Can you prove that it didn't have one? Oh, my God. I have to take a moment to talk more about Decade's story. We forgot to mention the most important part of this entire movie. The bee lady's pointy nipples. (laughs) Pointy hooked nipples. Like, what's going on here? It's not her nipples. Her whole breasts are pointed. Yeah, like cone-shaped with these hooks. Like, think bee stingers, but upwards and then on her boobies. Yeah. Just why not? They do whatever they want. Just whatever. Okay, anyways, back to the story now. (laughs) Like, what? I wasn't even looking at this. Anyway. Uh, yeah, there, it's just a very, it's kind of hard to describe everything that's going on in the scene because it's so busy. There's so many There's just, we can just, we can just point out the so things, because, many... yeah, it happens a lot of things. So, um, uh, this the... is when, this is when they, like, they spin off a little bit, and then this is when they, they're like, oh, oh, good of you to join us, Kamen Rider Double, and he's just like, Kamen Rider Decay, and then this is what I pointed out, they've met before. Yeah, so he, so he explained to me as we were watching, and he paused it to be like, okay, so in decades, standalone movie, Double showed up because it's like a thing where the previous, or the next writer shows up in the previous writer's standalone movie as like a little thing. It's a cameo. So he said that we're going to see um, O's, O's in, in Double's movie. Okay, when it's a standalone movie, we'll see O's. Yeah, okay. uh, there'll be no, because uh, there's no uh, Kuka standalone movie. Um think well sort of what still like so decades like hey won't you back me up and doubles like eh, or shotar's like eh, i don't know what do you think philip and there's like do we have a choice and so there they are that's yeah. why they're that's their stakes in this fight um there's a bottle all of, of the common riders that got destroyed come back again like they get they get destroyed by the mammoth but then they don't they're back again yeah. from another reality as if they didn't just get destroyed i just brought them back whatever just screw it you know <laughs> just let it happen yeah it's, they, enjoy the movie yeah um, <laughs> whenever it's a fight like this it's t- tyson movies are like wait a minute these these characters shouldn't exist together whatever yeah so for some okay somehow it gets to the point where decade is fighting the dummy untransformed just dummy getting his his stuff rocked by decade slicing with a sword that's not good enough for some reason whatever Meanwhile, the interesting fight that's happening is Double is going to somehow link up with the Mammoth to where they can take control of it in Heat Metal. So it's Heat Metal, Mammoth, Chainsaw, Trunk thing attacking the giant Space Beetle and destroying it. Skeleton Giant Space Beetle. Yeah, Skeleton Giant Space Beetle. They destroy Uh, that. It's more actually like a skeleton, even though they don't have them, a skeleton like centipede beetle. Yes. (laughs) And Super Shocker shows up. So all of the... Side riders are taking on all of Super Shocker. Yeah. And then they, okay, the Amalgam Shin evil creature that was the bee lady that com- combined with a neo organism takes over the dummy to make whatever the heck that is. Yeah. Um, and then it's double and decade versus this thing. They get rocked. And then it's dub, it's decade and all of the riders doing their final form, transforming into, oh, we forgot that part. Sorry, that's getting mixed up. So they transform into mechs. Yes, Decade is able to transform riders into things. And, and the mechs help destroy the giant skeleton space creature. And then then this skeleton space creature, then the neo-organism leaves the, uh, the, uh, the ship <laughs> and takes over Dummy. Uh, so uh, Oh, so now I remember how they take out the final Kai. 
so they decade do... uses the final form ride for Devil. Yes, and it splits up Philip and Shotaro, so we get a, a Cyclone Cyclone and a Joker Joker. Yeah. So I liked Joker Joker as far as the overall aesthetic looks. It looked like it could be its own rider, whereas Cyclone Cyclone looked too generic too green it was way too because there was nothing else yeah whereas the black still had kind of some trim neither of them what it really showed me is it's perfect when they're together it it made you realize wait a minute dude you at first you're thinking like black purple with like green yellow see because i I remember and then and then you like see it well when you first see it like i think we'll probably have the same thing with like saber or all the others it's like when you first see it you're just like it still sucks yeah but then you like start getting an emotional attachment to you start knowing the proof behind it you're like dude this is awesome no because i remember i think i i think i remember the first episode of double i remember commenting on how i feel like it would have been better if it was one or the other yeah and not both and And now 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 that i've seen what that looks like no i was wrong if i ever (laughs) said it on air i know i said it off air but no <laughs> just strike that from the record speaking of which this is like your first time of actually seeing like actual decade suit yeah and it's 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 very <laughs> unique in the same way that zeo's was or um is it zeo uh yeah zeo. yeah so in the way, same way that zeo the other anniversary rider suit had all of the riders in a statue form these are like cards along his body yeah, and his, and his forehead form, yeah. yeah that's his ultimate form and he used yeah so basically the the way that he made them is he literally split their body in half and then just materialized the other halves of their halves. And then they did like a triple kick. A triple rider kick to and destroy when they, the thing. And when they did the final attack, they were back to being formed. Right. Yeah, so it's all back to normal. Yeah. Because um, there's already a Shatari. You don't need... Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's already like a Philip. So what do you think is under the mask? Right. Yeah. Oh, did you think about that freak? Like half un- Philip, half Shotaro. Yeah, but no, because it's not his body. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm just saying that the thought of them. But no, like so, so under even though it's like Philip's voice and stuff like that, in the Cyclone, Cyclone is still Shotaro's body. Yeah. So it's just two Shotaros. So who's under Philip's? Yeah. Because Philip's body is still like being carried around by Akiko. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, how do we wrap this up? They they killed the guy and thing happened and then. Decade gives double the skull card. Yeah, which he you'd seen was in his his deck. Yeah, when he was sifting through the deck two or three times, you see the. But you see, so what it is is like, um, the cards are all grayed out until Mm -hmm. he like makes a connection with that writer. Okay. In the show, and so this one was was grayed out. It's grayed out. But when he gave that card to Shotaro, Shotaro, it 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 like colored in because Shotaro already had a connection to skull. Okay. And then it kind of summoned a skull. Yes. So this was a really cool scene. Um, another skull a played skull. by the exact same actor as yeah. So the basically, uh, uh, Philip's like, "This is a skull from another universe." Yeah. And, and they, so he's just like, he's like, he doesn't have a daughter there. He doesn't have Shatara's thing. Yeah. He's he just, doesn't know any of them. He's just been a skull the entire time. Yeah. He's just the common writer skull. Yeah. And he says, "Hey, kid, I don't know who you are, but you got a real good look." I like how the hat looks on you. Yeah, he wore, it's he's like, like I know, I know you must be a good person, basically, yeah, because you wear that hat well. He's <laughs> like, uh, maybe I'll see you in another world, and he and he like disappears. Again. Yeah, he dips out, and uh, Shotaro starts crying because that means he gets the validation that he was wanting this entire like his arc for he's, this he's movie. Like, he's like, he says, said the hat was good to me, and he's like, he's trying to not cry by like screaming. He's yeah, like, ah, ah. Yeah. <laughs> but he's clearly crying. He's trying to hide his eyes with yeah. the hat, but. Uh, yeah. I mean, because the thing for him is even if it's not the real chief, that's the exact sentiment. So he's saying that the the chief now would see him as uh, a man, whereas before he was a boy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's cool. Um, Totally cool. Without having to bring back a dead person. Yeah. And, uh... 
so then we get the ending for because, de- like yeah for decade for decade and then the, I'll let you and, explain that because yeah. so the ending for decade is basically like my story is to travel through worlds mm-hmm. and so my story will never end because there's always another world to travel to and so it's the the group of them it's uh the four of them like now as friends yeah because uh so Natsume was always like Sukasa's like ally mm. um even though she like totally attacked him several times and almost <laughs> killed them on a motorcycle one. <laughs> Uh, she has a her family has a special pressure point technique that she can literally just poke you in the neck and you cannot stop laughing hysterically like Joker laughed. <laughs> <laughs> and she did it to him while they were riding on a motorcycle once. Oh, <laughs> they almost crashed. Anyways, so they were like antagonistic. They were like siblings, but then they were like sibling rivalry. But now they became there was like a romantic relationship between them. Obviously, um. Yusuke actually joined up because he wanted to make sure that uh, Tsukasa wasn't going to be the destroyer of the world. Oh, that, to try to stop that from yeah. happening. And it became his friend and his ally in the process of it. And then a D-end was pretty much trying to stop him and steal his stuff. So every, everyone has an actual goal and Tsukasa's just like playing a collectible card game. That was the point game. of like Tsukasa. It's like he's just, he's just playing his roles that were going along he's for just, him. Yeah, he's just collecting cards. But now, he's, CCG. now his, like, his goal is just to travel and see mm. different stories. And so they're like, okay, we're going to go on. Yeah, and they take a picture in front of a, um, what do you call that thing when you, basically everyone's seen it in school when they'll pull down the thing for the it's projectors. A, it's a backdrop. Yeah, backdrop. It's a backdrop for a photo because the initially the place is a photo studio. Oh. Um, but the place changes like Sukasa changes when it goes to a different world. It becomes something else. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but how they travel is that they would pull down that thing and then it would be, the backdrop would be something of that world. Mm-hmm. And so that's how they would travel. So that's basically what they do. They're, and it, they open it. They open the backdrop, and it's just a, a travel. Yeah, a wide road, open road. A wide open road, and that's the thing. It's like we're always, I'm always going to be traveling, which is cool because every time decade appears, it's just like, oh, it's a decade again. Yeah, he's just walking through. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it'll disappear. Mm-hmm. So, and and in mo- usually in just weird movies because he's like, okay, I'll just bring in some extra writers. Um, right. <laughs> or when. It, or whenever he's there and there's other writers, you're like, oh, he probably just brought them from another world. Yeah, just yeah, just deal with it. So you ever you'd be like, but that person lost their powers at the end of the movie. The movie's it's like, like it doesn't matter. It's decade. He can do whatever he yeah. freaking feels like. <laughs> um, <laughs> so then it goes to the ending for Double. Yeah, yeah. He's typing at his uh, typewriter. He's doing the whole thing. And he's, he gets a flashback saying that she... Uh, the client's just like, I want to be strong like you, saying basically that like because that person lives in my heart, I'm able to move on. Yeah, so he's he he basically patting himself on the back for uh, fully helping the client, not just dealing with their problem, but also their hearts. Yeah, and uh, which is what I, I guess he thinks the chief would like, which is probably what he, yeah. the chief would like. And and we get the Christmas party. Yep, everyone shows back up with both, which is great because it's Christmas now because it was Christmas Eve before. Right. Um, this whole story took place during Christmas Eve. Um. And now it's actually Christmas. So uh, they bring over breasts I think I've and said, legs. Yeah, breasts and legs. I think I've said this before, but Christmas in Japan is a friend holiday. Uh-huh. It's like it, like friends or uh, uh, boyfriend, girlfriend type thing. It's, yeah, it's not, not like a, fam- a family thing. Yeah, that's New Year's. So this is like this is what would happen usually in Christmas is like you'd have a you'd have Christmas with friends. Yeah, totally backwards because we would have New Year's with friends. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas is family. Well, that's because uh, – New Year's is uh, Christmas is an imported holiday mm-hmm. versus New Year's being an imported holiday. Yeah, because <laughs> I think initially New Year's was just like whatever, it's just another it's day. New Year, yeah. For them, it's actually a calendar year that matters, and like yeah. So uh, Asian know. cultures like New Year's is a big deal. Yeah, it's a starting over fresh thing. Um. Anyways, so uh, 
Yeah, so it's just a different. So he goes out to talk to Sh- or Philip, who's admiring the snow. Yes. And um, I can't remember their back and forth here. Well, it's, 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 there's actually a, it's like a cute scene where like Shotaro puts the hat on Philip. Yeah. And Philip like doesn't really fix the hat. Just the way he looks at it, it's just like, ah, oh, like they're like brothers. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Which is funny because they act like brothers. Yeah. Shotaro acts like a brother to Akiko and they act like a sister to. But Akiko and Philip don't act like brother and no, sister. They don't. <laughs> it's just like weird. It's just like Shotaro, brother to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> brother man. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, they it's it's just a back and forth about the uh, um, visions or dreams or whatever. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't really sh- sh- important to the plot. Yeah, just kind but of the but the the funny line was that was like Philip Philip says he's like by the way I'm a drumstick man. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really like breasts. I like drumsticks. <laughs> so that's what leads me to believe. I think maybe Chotaro was just kind of tacking on Philip's uh, vote. I don't know. <laughs> it's like everyone just assumes he's going to vote the same. Yeah, nobody <laughs> asked him. So then there's a voice offer saying that, like, we are, we live in this city, mm-hmm. and we, like, fulfill his dreams, talking yeah. about how basically all three of them, the only reason they're there is because of the chief. Yeah. In different ways, basically. It's like Akio's, it's it's her father, uh, Philip saved his life, and Shotaro, like, mentor. his mentor. So they're all there, and, like, they're there about protecting the city. And that is the end. Yeah, and then it goes into the cool credits where they're showing behind the scenes how they do certain things. Also, the flowers being handed off. And it looks like it would be a great place to work, doesn't it? It does, yeah. (laughs) It looks like, dude, man, must be having so much fun. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, wouldn't they realize, like, we're making a common rider show. This is, and, like, this is crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And they get the flowers, and they all cry. Yeah, they all cry. They all cry because it's like they've been living these people for a year, for over a year. And then there's the end of the credit scene. Yep. And go, uh, go you see this guy. He's uh, on a bike next to a uh, building. and he, It's a wind, windmill. Oh. One of, it's one of the wind towers. To a structure. Yeah. <laughs> and he says. Um, I think it's Futo Tower. But You're not the only writer in this. It's about time you found out you're not the only writer in the city. And he throws up a key and catches it and then hits the button and it says Excel. And you see like this uh, speedometer yes. go up and then it cuts away. This is the, like at the end of the, the um Zero one movie. Yeah. Zero one movie. They had a tra- They had a, like a preview of a new rider. Yeah. This is the first time you see uh, XL. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> common rider XL. Yeah. yeah. So that's gonna be cool. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot to look forward to. Um, the movie was good overall. Yeah. I really liked it. Yeah. Like I told you, like I'm like, okay, I just wanted to. I had gotten a new copy of it, and I'm like, I just want to make sure the subtitles work, and I'm just gonna check the subtitles, and I end up watching the whole. <laughs> watch movie. the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We watched the director's cut, by the way. Everyone. Yeah. Japanese director's cuts of Kamen Rider movies are like, added three more seconds here, added four more seconds here. The whole movie is eight minutes longer. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I, so I've already said my suck, which was Museum was underplayed. Also, uh, Decade was it felt really busy, but it's an anniversary show. So it's just basically the same thing I feel like I'm going to say about every anniversary show that I haven't seen yet. Yeah. <laughs> so if you had to pick a suck, what would it be? If I had to pick a suck, um, I think the underuse of Tackle. Oh, okay, yeah. Because Tackle was, like, such a big deal when, like, we heard that he she, she was going to be, like, in this movie. Mm. And it, she was, the actress was good, and, like, it was actually kind of a well-done story, but... um, It did kind of seem just tacked on. Yeah, it wasn't as, as like, uh, impactful as it could have been. Yeah. And that's with me even knowing Tackle's story. Mm. You don't even know Tackle's story. No. Um, like, it could have been uh, a little bit more. Uh, she could have been called a common rider. That was awesome. He said at one point, you're on the rider's side, but whatever. Uh, they always like shy away from calling her a common writer. I mean, there's there's legacy, and then there's what's right. <laughs> yes, 
Uh, which, which, okay, that question right there, which common writer story is that around? <laughs> Legacy versus what's right. Have <laughs> done it yet? Uh, what's right versus what, like, we've been taught to do? Yeah. I mean, that half of that was a decade story about just, like, this is what I'm supposed to do versus what I actually do. Okay. I mean, also, uh, there's a lot of that in a lot of the stories because, like I've told you before, a lot of, uh, Common writers' powers usually come from the same source as the uh-huh. bad guys. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Ichigo and Nigo, they're like we're we were made to be killing machines by Shocker. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there's and there's several like of the writers who were actually just the bad guys in a different form. You know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of parallel. Yes, just from what I've seen so far. Yeah. Uh. So what would be your sugoi? My sugoi. There's no. There's no hiding this. It's just the chief. I honestly, if the chief was a real person, I would be. Yes, I would be Shotaro in this case. It's like, please teach me, sensei. <laughs> yeah. I want to be like you. Yeah. It's funny because it's like he was built up, and you're just like, ah, he's just gonna be. There's guy. no way. And no. Then he's, total, you're like, total badass. This guy is so awesome. Total badass. Uh, loved it. I mean, the guy. He's just the actor was great. He, he, he'd make the perfect common writer. Yeah. He does make a perfect common writer. I love how they made him common writer skull, mm-hmm. and like they gave him like this the feel to it of like this is this is um everything that makes like I love double yeah, and then you see like where double got everything from yeah you see He's like Sotar is actually it's, it's aspiring to be yes and he like became like a, a thing so I will let you know that the next movie war movie movie oh. war core which owes. And double is called. We're not gonna watch it for a while, but it's Common Rider X Common Rider O's and double features featuring Skull Ooh. movie War Core. Hell, there we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's not the last time you see him. Okay, good. Yeah, it's um, just too good to pass. You can't just leave that alone. <laughs> yeah, he's never like I'm gonna have a whole show. Mm-hmm. But whenever he shows up, you're like, I want a whole show of this guy. Yeah, please. <laughs> so what's your Segoy if not the chief? My Segoy, um. Probably because I have like more invested uh-huh. in it. is 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 uh, Sukasa's story of like I'm gonna make my I'm going to make my own end to this story. So it's actually he like puts a uh, neat little bow on it, or yeah, yeah it gives does. you it's enough like, of an ending that's also open ended. Yeah, so it's like it made it so that because many times at the end of a common writer show they'll lose their powers. Okay, uh, for one reason or another. Okay, basically it's like we got to make a reason why they're not going to be here in the <laughs> next thing. Right. Um, the same way with like Power Rangers or Super Sentai. They almost always lose their powers at the end of the show, mm-hmm. which is cool because it like gives you like this whole thing. Uh, they do it a lot less now because they want them for the next mm. thing, which is cool in different ways. Or they like find a way, but like the end of this is just like he can and he does just like appear whenever he feels like it. Yep, they can pull. They could. They could have him show up in the next saber movie or zero one movie if they yeah. wanted. He could just show up. I think they're done with him. They're probably never going to do that. I'm just saying they could. Yeah, because I because he did appear in like some ZO stuff. Mm. And it was like the idea is like this is the this is the wrap on uh, Heisei. Okay. And like uh, so, if you looked at his driver, his driver has all the symbols for the um, the riders on it mm. for all the ones up to him. And then he has a Neo Decade driver when he appears in in in, in uh, Zio that has all of the symbols on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> hmm. um, so it's 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 kind of cool. But like, I just love the fact of like we can just appear at any time. Yeah. And like it could be always there, and like I also have like an attachment to like the actor because I like watch YouTube channels and all this stuff, and he's just really funny. He's like he's he's like a, like a, a weird guy who like loves common Rider. Okay, like a lot of some like a lot of times you'll see like some writers, and it's just like they never 
They don't want to it's, ever it's, remember that they did it. it they don't, it's not they don't want to ever remember. It's just like, I did that and I'm done. I'm moving on. Yeah, that's not me. Yeah. But then there's actors like Fujioka still will come back to do Kamen Rider stuff yeah, all the time. Like um, and then a decade, he was just like, dude, I love I love being Kamen Rider. Yeah. And so that's he, always really cool. You know, I love your work. Inject yourself into it. Like, you know? like uh, um, D End, the actor who plays D End and him like are, are still friends. Yeah. And like he appears on his like YouTube channel and they were like playing Kamen Rider video games. Yeah, like, that's not, really cool. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he just had a video on his YouTube channel where he went to the Common Rider store, or he went to the Common Rider cafe, <laughs> and yeah. he's just like, just like, I'm not gonna shy away from this whole thing, you know. So, so, so we had we had two movie writers, Travala yes. and Givala and, and Skull and Skull. So, what's your ranking on that? Uh, it's Skull and Kivala. Yeah, Skull from Skull. Now, question: Before we had zero zero one above Type Zero. I don't even remember how we... Cause I'm just letting you know that's what it was. That first spot was 001, <laughs> spot two was type zero, and so now we have Skull and Kravala. So how would you rank that if you had to? They're both above. So you go Skull, Kravala, 001, yeah. type zero, because, type one? Because they were like, also, they were like more than just their movie. Right. Because Skull has not, even though he hasn't appeared, he's he's like been the chief and he's been the overarching thing of it. Mm-hmm. And Natsumi was in the entire show of Decade. Right. So. I mean, and we could add, since we have 001 as a form in just that, because it's a movie-specific form, we could add the Cyclone, Cyclone, and Joker, Joker, but I don't see any reason to because... They were like 0.5 seconds, and yeah, it was just really a, a special attack of decades. <laughs> yeah, they were just different forms. They right. weren't, uh, they weren't like whereas zero zero one was actually impactful. Yes, it was, an, it was an impactful form. Yes, so it's almost its own writer, really. Yeah, he's a uh, yeah. I mean, the uh, Masuo Inoue is the name of the actor. I was trying to remember first uh, for uh, for decade. Okay, uh, so yeah. Uh, Skull is number one, obviously, but yeah, like, they have more gravitas to them as characters. Mm. And the fact that, like, Natsume, who's not only did she travel with Decade, but she saw the destruction. Mm. So I think I should just show you just to show you how I pick it is. The very first scene of uh, Decade is what's known as the Great Rider War. Great Rider, okay. Which is every. Say that real fast. Great, 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 great Rider War. Great Rider War. Because <laughs> not just the regular Rider War. Because uh, the regular Rider War was like, uh, um, there was like a Rider Battle Royale. But um, the Great Rider War was like every Rider in existence up to that point versus Decade. <laughs> and him winning. Yeah. And this is a dream Natsume had. Mm. And she wakes up crying. And she doesn't understand why. This is before Decade even showed up. Okay. And so like she's seen all of this and then. So this actually was a little bow on the whole series. Yeah. Because her... that's what he does and that's when he kills everybody. Yeah. And so then uh, she turns into a writer to finally beat him, which is like this huge deal because she's seen everything that's gone on along. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just thought it was really cool. Yeah, it would make so much more sense if I followed the story up to that point. Okay. Or at least it'd feel better. Yeah. And not just totally like, like, huh, superfluous. Like, okay, well, that happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> after you see it, after you see Decade, you'd be like, dude, this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> we, we'll get to rewatch that movie 10 years from now. A decade was the reason why I went back and watched all the old shows. So. Yeah. Even though they had nothing to do with it, but I'm I'm glad I did go back and rewatch them all. Uh, the uh, next thing we will watch will be seventy one. No, the next episode of Double is uh, oh, the next episode of Double. Yeah, yeah. Next episode of Double is the F uh, the F thing, and F stands for Fang, which is why we had to watch them first. Right. Uh, the F Afterglow Burglary Writer. Burglary Writer. Yeah. Okay. And so the next episode of the podcast, um, so there, our next episode will be Common Rider seventy one of 
the second part of the start of the first appearance of uh, second writer. Your, your the first second first writer yeah second yeah first second first writer <laughs> second yeah uh, it's my second first writer but the first second writer yes yes your second your second second writer yes 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 it's my second well it's your second yes, second it is writer, my second second writer but writer. it's the first second writer first second writer yes <laughs> uh catch gone strikes back will be that yeah that, <laughs> so um if you want to follow uh along on it you can go visit our website at writing no that's not it you what can is visit our website at fanboyopinion.com follow us on com. twitter at fanboy opinion fanboy underscore opinion and you can email us if you want to ask any questions or uh yell into the void um yeah. at uh fanboy opinion <laughs> at gmail.com your opinion does matter I, I'm totally willing to take your your critique. I don't do anything about it, but I'm that's why I'm willing to take it. I'll take your opinion. <laughs> um, and you can we are on uh, Apple Podcasts is now what it's called, something like that. Uh, Google Play, Stitcher, um, whatever podcast or thing you want to talk. Every time I see a new one, I'm like, oh, I'm already there. Um, <laughs> we are on Amazon Podcasts somehow. Uh, when you type in Common Writer, we're the only thing that comes up. Uh, <laughs> as we speak, who knows what will Monopoly. happen? Monopoly. Yeah, we're, we got that unpowered. We got that Amazon uh podcast. All fourteen people who listen on Amazon <laughs> podcasts, if they ever search "Common Writer," that's a very niche Venn diagram. Yeah, we're <laughs> but we're, we're in the middle of it we're on the come up. <laughs> so, if you want to rate and review us on any of those things, we would appreciate it. Super appreciate it. Uh, I've been Eric. And I'm Eugene. And I'll be Eric again next time. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> if I'm Eugene next time, we're going to confuse yeah, everybody. Really weird. <laughs>